right. Hello and welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. We are playing Wandering Second Edition tonight. Apologies for the uh, for the technical issues there, but I think we're all squared away. Uh, we are continuing, as I said, Waking of Angmar. We are 53, 54, something like that. And uh, we ended last session on uh, on a cliffhanger, sort of, on a riverboat mystery as we were chasing down a random, random blue-green light in the distance. Uh, what they don't know, uh, what I warned Melissa, is that a TPK is on the table today. TPK is on the table, which a couple of people, I think, in chat has already predicted. So that's, uh, then again, everyone predicts that like every week. So uh, we'll see. Uh, but before we get to the wholesale slaughter of the fellowship, why don't we go ahead and meet them first uh, so that we can feel bad uh, when we see them uh, float down the river. Uh, so Long, who are you playing? Yes, I'm playing Floy, treasure hunting dwarf, but recently it's been a treasure giving dwarf. I'm losing all my treasure at the moment. That's true. That's true. Because you had to pay the, the tax, the toll to get into, uh, uh, into this place. Uh, then you had to bribe the ferry master, I believe, to to break the rules, sort of, uh, and take you across. And actually, not just take you across, but take you to the river. So yeah, Floyd's becoming generous in his old age. Would and you by old say age, he's our sugar dwarf at this? I point? think he is. He's definitely the sugar daddy of the yeah. of the party for sure. Uh, all right, next up, uh, we had just heard her. Ashley, tell us about Gilly. Hey, I'm playing Gilly Kettlegrass. Um. My keen eyes notice something terrible upon the river, and I might be leading us to our doom. I will tell you this. There is no might about it at all. <laughs> oh, God. Next up, uh, we've got uh, we've got Melissa. Uh, Melissa, tell us about Arineal. Uh Yeah, Arineal is our Ranger of the North champion. Um, she is very excited. She has been uh, recently joined by her friend and excited to learn all the lore that we were uh, learning last session. Indeed, we did. Uh, there was that last session did have a bit of a lore dump. Uh, so that was fun uh, as we went to the library, which uh, I enjoy and I encourage. Uh, I loved it. Then we have uh, we have our 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 good dwarf, our dwarf who goes all out. We've got Daggett. Uh, tell us about Daggett, Stephen. Hey, I'm Daggett. I'm the most lovable, friendly, trustworthy dwarf that you'll ever meet. I am a dwarven captain, making me the de facto leader of the group. And uh, while all these nerds were at the library last week, I was actually doing fun stuff, uh, going to bar rooms and starting brawls. And getting your ass kicked. And you're basically... We don't uh, need to mention that part. Left not embarrassing... starting Luna, brawls, right? not ending them. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that last voice you heard was our newest member of the, of the fellowship. It was Taraneth. Maitre, tell us about Taraneth. Hello, uh, I'm Taraneth. I'm a ranger of the north, um, and I am a warden. And uh, right now, Taraneth and Daggett would not piss on each other to put out a fire. But I, Maitre, am committed to being Stephen's friend. So I'm, I'm excited about this evolution in their relationship. Uh you know, yeah. me because Daggett is so lovable, or uh, in spite of it, either way, and friendly and trustworthy, and friendly mm -hmm. and trustworthy. All things we and can say the, about Stephen as well, yeah. <laughs> with about as much veracity, I think. Yeah, yeah, for sure, <laughs> and, for sure. Uh, yeah, so so that's who I am, and I'm really excited to play, and I'm super excited about the Lord Dump last time. Yep. I'm a sucker for that. 
I'm going to apologize to my tray. Uh, this could be a very short, uh, a short run <laughs> for Terranet as uh, a, you know, fun couple There's danger of foot. So annoying. There, there's danger of foot. There's danger of foot. <laughs> all right. So uh, we're in Tharbat, as we've talked about. Uh, you all started last session after just visiting your dwarvish friends, Thorvim and Thebe, who we know have been captured and have been, uh, have been put in pillories uh, by Master Gurnow. Uh, leader of Tharbad, and you have promised them that you're going to help them. You've mulled for a bit exactly how to go about doing this. Some of you argue that maybe you should just directly talk to Gurnow, ask for some sort of trade or deal. Others said, let's get on his good side by kind of helping him out with some of these various issues that are plaguing Tharbad right now. There's three of note. Uh, there's the huntsmen and those wargs that are hitting the river and the farms. There's the orcs that are amassing around a figure called Aglur, the Unbroken, somewhere to the hills to the south. There's those Dunlinding raiders that are harassing travelers along the southern road. Uh, so those are three things that you kind of were thrown about. You decided to go to the old library in Tharbad, uh, where, uh, where you hope to find some more information because there are some things you've been learning here and there about this huntsman figure, this warg master, stuff like that. There you met a woman, a wonderful woman by the name of Agna, who was extraordinarily impressed with Gilly, so much so that she led Gilly into a private vault that she does not let anyone else see. And there, Gilly was able to read about uh, Daggett's, uh, Daggett's weapon. Uh, some call it Black Fang. Uh, some call it Block Fong. Uh, the latter are wrong. Uh, and specifically, Gilly read about the dwarven blacksmith who crafted it, Golfain, a name that you all have heard before. Uh, and it was written, apparently, that uh, he betrayed his people, that he was obsessed with dragons. He went to a place called the Withered Heath, and he slaughtered all these drag dragon whelps uh, and uh, took their bones and their scales and their teeth. And that drew the ire and vengeance of these elder dragons who just went to town on all these dwarf halls in the Grey Mountains. Uh, but Gulfane got away despite so many other people, so many other dwarves losing their lives. Eventually, he turned to shadow is, is what it's presumed. Floy, you were actually looking through some old maps of Tharbad and surroundings. You learned that there are all these villages and hamlets that have risen and fallen apart around Tharbad. There's all these ruins of old settlements all over the place. Uh, Arineal, you were looking at this decorative frieze. You were learning about uh, the kings of Arnor and Gondor, how they met here at Tharbad as some sort of like diplomatic uh, centerpiece to it all. Uh, then Taraneth came across a old and very delicate journal written by someone who was uh, occupying this unknown outpost that was kind of eventually coming under siege by these forces of shadow. The journal was describing this sort of a noteworthy leader of some kind who had the ability to uh, master wargs, get them to do what they wanted in Crabane, these, these, uh, these birds of shadow as well, able to kind of do their bidding. Eventually, uh, Arineal and Terra came together, kind of put two heads together and tried to Get your ranger lore out. And considering your experiences, Arineal, and considering the lore that Terra was able to sort of cook up, a very alarming thought occurred to both of you as could this workmaster actually be one of the nine, one of Sauron's most terrible servants, the Nazgul, some might know them as? Who knows? Uh, elsewhere, as has already been referenced, Daggett visited the roadhouse, got his ass kicked uh, by a guard there. Uh, that he would later it lose. It was give and take. It was I give and take. Got your ass kicked. I have this. I see how bad it went. Uh, you got your ass kicked <laughs> by Tharnow, who is the eldest son of Master Gurnow, uh, who actually has a fairly strong reputation as a fighter. 
Uh, eventually, you all reunited. You got on this uh, this this ferry to cross back the river to the north side uh, of Tharbad. But while crossing, Gilly saw this faint blue-green light upriver, a blue-green light that you've now associated with these this dark boat and ashen sails that you've heard stories about and even briefly seen yourselves, uh, with the exception of Terra, probably. Uh, you all convinced the ferry master to follow this light, uh, presuming that it would lead you to this elusive boat and these ashen sails. And thank you, everybody, for the bits. They're going to need them tonight. Uh, so, well, there's complications ahead. for you in there, too. Oh, actually, oh, so you know, and I <laughs> to chat. I don't oh, keep track dear. of just complications. I keep track of them. Yeah, I have them all. Thank you so much. It's very kind. I'm sorry I don't have uh, everyone's names, but I want to get us started here. So let's see. Let's get a little sounds going. I'm a little. I, you all should be nervous when I'm this excited and prepared to start a session. Uh, you yeah, know I don't things. Like this. <laughs> are probably bad jeff i need to i need to go home um okay weirdly unsettling <laughs> we start Gilly's cinematically like, uh, melissa i said we start cinematically pipe. <laughs> they're just stalling they're just stalling now okay we are we start cinematically you hear the sounds of a river okay that's it just black and the sounds of a river behind there kind of starting to to slowly get louder and louder, water sloshing, this intermittent cries of like night fowl and insects uh, in the marshes that kind of are nearby to the south and the east. We hear, uh, we hear, and maybe you all even fear fear this uh, this noticeable breeze that actually is surprisingly surprisingly cool considering the time of year. We fade in. We're on a ferry in the middle of the Gray Flood River, Gilly. You sit on the bow, your keen eyes are peering ahead at this flickering blue-green light behind her. The rest of the fellowship are huddled around her lantern, which is hung from this wooden shaft that's affixed to the boat. The ferrymaster stands at the stern. He's stabbing his punt pole deeper into the water and pushing, temporarily scattering these swarms of eels that have been kind of following you this whole time. Clouds overhead are muting the starlight, so it's very, very dark aside from the lantern. And this darkness just seems to sort of thicken like a shroud around all of you. The past few minutes, Gilly, you've noticed the blue-green light isn't actually moving anymore. And in fact, it's actually growing incrementally larger. You've been at this for maybe an hour so far on the river. You think the boat has finally come to a stop, but you're still about a half mile away. So I'm going to turn it over to you all. What are you doing? What are you thinking? What are you feeling? Any kind of thing. So what's going on? This entire time, has the light appeared at all? Or is it only something Gilly could still see? Eventually, as you guys caught up here and there in time, eventually you did, uh, the rest of you were able to kind of see it. Yes. The Fairmaster having any kind of reaction? Is who having uh, what kind of reaction? I'm the sorry. I didn't... Fairy? The, the ferry master, he is just doing his job. He knows he's getting paid. Every now and then you hear him kind of mutter, uh, I think uh, I'm not getting paid enough for this. Uh, and you can you can tell that he's getting a little nervous too. Uh, sure. You hear 
like the, it's it's eerily quiet, but those intermittent sounds like almost kind of cause you to like jerk your head to the right or to the left. You see occasional splashing around in the water, and then maybe a shadow moves off on the bank. It's a fairly wide river, but it's not like Mississippi mm-hmm. wide. Uh, but is it like near the shore? Is it sort of in the middle yeah. of the river? From what you can what you can tell, it's hard to hard to be entirely sure again because you're about a half mile away, and the entire river bank isn't. Uh, isn't isn't lit, but you think it might be on the northern bank. All right, so we're getting close, but we don't want to get too close. Yeah, so. do we want to land now and travel the rest on foot, or a couple more meters, maybe, or yards? Why is we just... should hop off. So, uh, Jeff, uh, this is a more of a meta question but if we um if we were to get off would uh, Irenial and and Tara be able to use sort of any kind of ranger tracking or anything on the banks to see if there were footsteps either going towards or away from the light yes uh hunting would probably fall under the the guise of hunting i think at that point which is i think a skill uh i know Irenial is particularly strong at it i don't remember Tara off the top of my head uh, Tara's probably not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, one other thing. Okay. One other thing starts to happen is, Gilly, you are you're watching forward. Uh, you hear this, uh, you hear this, the sloshing of the water, and it kind of gets you in a little bit of a daze, a little bit. You kind of feel your eyelids start to grow a little heavy, and then you're kind of brought back to the sound of a very familiar series of sort of cracks, these these icy cracks. You just hear this crackling begin to start moving. You look around, there's no ice in the river whatsoever, mm-hmm. but it is definitely a sound that you would know very, very well at this point. Yeah. Uh, this is going to stress Gilly out and she's going to turn to the group. I think, I think maybe we should land now. I agree. Hey, Master, I think this is far enough. Okay, uh, one one moment. These eels are just... I don't know what's gotten into them tonight. They just... Get, get off the pole! Get off! And you can see he's kind of struggling a bit with this punt pole that he's got in his hand. Moving it around. And as he does so, you all see like a foam begin to kick up kind of around where he is and then around uh-huh. the edges of the raft. And out of nowhere, inexplicably, you just see all these eels just whoosh, leap up, kind of project themselves up out of the water and start flopping around onto the river, or excuse me, onto the raft. Some of them are kind of biting at your feet, at your shoes. Some of them are kind of clinging to the bits of cloth they can grab them. That can they, they can kind of grab onto. First, it's two, then it's then it's five, then it's ten, and like you can just feel these these kind of greasy, long kind of and you think black or inky colored, just kind of kind of kind of swarming around on top of the boat itself. He's like, what the what is this? This ain't right. And he's kind of freaking out. The ferry master. Uh, everybody, roll a uh, a valor test. Uh, so, my tray, what you do when you roll a valor test? If you look at the top of your sheet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you will see a valor score. So yours is two. Mm-hmm. So you roll one d twelve and then two d sixes. Okay. And your target number total. 
And the target number will be your strength score, right, everyone? Strength? I believe it's heart. I think it's, it's heart. heart for Valor. Heart. Yeah, because wits is wisdom. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're and looking. My, so I'm looking for my total of all Yeah, three? so the total, and you're looking for a target number of 13. Okay. Already passed. Insane start with a Gandhi Extraordinary. Okay. <laughs> That's amazing. Wow. Okay. I got a great success. Daggett failed. Daggett? Okay, I got, got a 16. All right, Tara, you passed. Yeah. Daggett, take a point of shadow. Did anyone roll Aya Sauron, by the way? No. No. Okay. I've got a nine. Take a point of shadow. But because at, at this point now, almost the entire floor of this raft, which is just a series of kind of wrapped together logs, essentially, uh, kind of strapped together with this binding. Uh, almost the entire floor now is just eels. You look at each other and you can see Arineo kind of hanging on to your cloak. Uh, you can see one of them is just sort of dangling down, trying to tear through. Uh, Daggett, you look over at Floy. You're not sure if that's a braid in his beard or if there's this kind of glistening piece of eel that's just kind of hanging from it. They're all biting you, but the bites are not like particular. They don't hurt or anything like that, but it's more kind of irritating. And it's and the fairy master is beginning to panic at this point. And not only is he beginning to panic, but he's being very vocal about it. So what are you all doing? Look at this hall. You could feed a family for days. <laughs> oh, no, I think Daggett would begin to panic as well. And just okay. start stomping all over this fairy, trying to crush these eels. Okay. Uh, I would like to um, like help try and calm him down, and maybe ask Floyd to help assist with the pull. Okay. Uh, uh, Floyd roll. Want, like, an heart and roll. Floyd, give me an athletics uh, to help him with the pull, but actually, don't roll it yet. Let let Gilly roll first, because that might impact your your difficulty here. Gilly, uh, you can roll like um. I don't know, like an enhearten, maybe, if you're trying okay. to calm them down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. Great success. Okay, so Flo, you can roll this. Uh, you you can just roll this normal. You don't no no penalty or no extra difficulty. Hey hey hey! They're just they're huh? just eels. It's okay. Oh, uh, but they are gonna help the, you. Why are they acting like this? Why are they acting? I, he's I like still know. he's still panicking, but at least he's brought his volume down to this yeah. point. And then Floyd, you managed to kind of grab the pole as well. And he's he's not wrong. This thing's like almost stuck. It's mm -hmm. like, go ahead. Yeah, I got a great success. Let me give you a hand. So you, you're pushing, you're pulling. Eventually, you kind of wrench it. And you see like the far end, maybe maybe six feet uh, beyond the stern of the, of the boat, you see the pole kind of come up. And you see this massive tangle of black foliage. It's probably was underneath the water. Like it hasn't, like as we said, the river has not been dredged in some time. And you just start to kind of pull it in and try to pull it apart. The rest of you, meanwhile, are still dealing with this issue. Daggett, you're stomping and stomping and stomping, and you're just crushing some of them. Like no problems whatsoever. Uh, Arineal, Tara, you doing anything? Uh, so Arineal brought with her a fishing net. So she wants to try to take this fishing net and try to use it to kind of skim some of these eels out of the way. Okay. Uh, I think uh, no roll necessary. I think we'll just say you have the fishing net. I normally would, I think it would, it would be a hunting roll. I think you're, you're using that for, but I'll say because you just have the fishing net, you're able to scoop some up. Tara, is there anything in particular you want to do to help with this? Uh, I will help Ernie with the, with the fishing net. Uh, if, she doesn't need help, then I'm going to mimic uh, what Daggett's doing and just okay. kind of stomp and kick the eel off. Okay. 
Now, so between everyone's everyone's efforts, uh, you can see either the eel are starting to either be collected in this net, cast off the side, or just smashed entirely underneath boot. Uh, and you also see that Floyd and the Fairy Master have been able to kind of unstick the, the, the that sort of punt pole, and they are starting to detach all that tangled mess from it. Uh, Gilly, you've managed to calm him down as well. But Gilly, you again, you hear that crackling sound. It just gets louder and louder and louder. And then you feel it's been a relatively smooth ride thus far. But then you kind of suddenly feel as if you're growing taller. And you look down and where Daggett has been smashing with his boots and where the eels have been biting, they haven't just been biting you, but they've been biting those like kind of connective ropes that are used to bind all of these planks together. They're starting to unravel. And you're seeing that Daggett smashes his foot down on the bow of the boat. And you can see where you're standing, the same plank mm -hmm. on the stern suddenly goes up in the air and you see it tears through this binding. And now the wrath is kind of threatening to sort of pull apart at this point. And you're seeing seeping up between the splitting planks you see more of these just honestly hideous looking eel faces. Like they look with their these tiny little, almost like teeth. You're not sure exactly. Yeah, showing up at you uh, as they pop out of that black water. Uh, what do you want to do, Gilly? Uh, Gilly is going to take out her um, her rope with hook and try and hold, try and help hold this stuff together as, as well as she can while yelling at Daggett and Terraneth to stop stomping. Okay. Uh, Gilly, you can roll, um, we'll say athletics, athletics or, or I'll give you craft, I guess, if you want. Oh, that's right. I'm, I'm shooting for athletics. How close are we to shore? Uh, you guys were kind of. Pass. You're kind of in the relative middle, I would, but you've been starting to drift uh, towards the northern bank. I would say you're probably a good uh, 30 feet or so, maybe. Uh, pass. Uh, yeah. Gilly, you, you kind of go ahead and hook your, your rope on one side. You come to the other and you like kind of wrap it around like the far end. And you're just sort of holding it down and holding it down, shouting at Daggett and Tara not to stomp anymore. At that point, I would say, Daggett, Tara, you both see what she means. And then it's just a matter of kind of sweeping these eels off at that point. You can still feel that the raft is coming apart. Like, it is definitely coming apart. It will need some attention if it's going to make the trip back to Tharbad. Uh, do you want to then, are you looking to just sort of try to push the, the raft back, like, onto the shore? Is that what we're looking to do? I think shore as quickly as possible, yeah. 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 Okay. For, definitely. With all of your successes, everything that you've done, you're able to clear that, you know, the the pole uh, of that tangle, and then he puts it back in, and he's wondering, yeah, "Isn't that why Gornell's not going to notice that the fairy's splitting apart now? Oh, so this is going to cost you even more, dwarf." As the two of you, like together, are kind of pushing back, and he's he's like right in your face, like leaning down, saying that to you, but he can tell he's he's terrified right now. We will put your fairy back together. So after a few moments, you're able to push to the shore. I would say you're still roughly half a mile away from where you last saw the light. You're on the 
northern bank of the river, which is this, the same bank you think is the light, depending on bends, of course, what would you like to do? Agate immediately jumps off the raft onto shore. Uh, and after getting a few steps on dry land, he would like try to turn around and they can throw me a rope and I'll pull it. But I, he, he would be panicking enough that he wants off the boat. So He's, you, you see Daggett hop down in the, like in the water a bit, right? Like you like your, your boots, like to the point where you're not like, you're not going to sink or anything, but you hop down a little bit early and you can see it's like right where you hop. There's still more of these eels and they're swarming around you. You can feel them biting here and there. Most of the time they're it's on your armor or it's on the heavy parts of your boots. And so it's not getting through, but some of them do. And it feels like a, like a sharp pinch. It's not enough to actually do damage, but you can feel it and it hurts here and there and it hurts here and there. But eventually Daggett, you do make it to shore and you just see like five or six of these things are attached to you and you have to like rip them off and throw them off to the side. Is there any way to get a sense about whether they are like, these are just eels being eels or are, are they coming after us pointedly and specifically? Uh, I'll say you can roll a, maybe a riddle test heel here. Seems like the type of thing is it's about kind of maybe problem solving. Sure. With all these different bits of info that you might have floating around. I have nothing in riddles. So, so okay. what do I roll? Huh? Uh, so you just roll a d12. And if you have okay. no extra points, we do have and audience we dice. Are, yeah. We are flush in audience dice. So okay, well, can like I grab a one or two of those? Yeah, yeah. Those are D6s, right? They are. Yeah. So well, if you take two, then you two? roll a, yeah, then you roll a D12 and then two D6s, and then you compare it to your wits score. Your target okay, number. Okay. That is a <laughs> that's a failure. Okay. Uh, 13 under 18. Hard to say specifically. Uh, you're probably yeah. not, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if like, you know, fishing is in your, in your background, but you're not entirely sure. Clearly at the very least, something is disturbing them. Uh, yeah. whether or not they're being controlled or sort of pushed to do these things or whether they're just sort of panicking in some way or mistaking you all for something else. It's hard to say specifically, but this is definitely abnormal behavior. That is certainly true. Got it. Got it. Thank you. Is the boat in a good enough condition to return? You're going to, someone's going to need to effectively do repairs, which is going to be not just a craft test, but some time. To piece then I'll make together. sure. Yeah, I'll make sure you can get back with a quick repair. Okay. It's not a quick, it's going to be time. Like or meaning you're going to spend. Yeah. Whatever time needed to get back. Okay. So. But I, I want to make it clear, though, if you do this, it means you're, Floyd, you're waiting around while the rest of them are investigating the light. Yeah, I can, I can like catch up if hours. they move ahead. Oh, hours? Uh, I wouldn't say hours, at least maybe 30 minutes, half an hour or so. Uh, it's about a half a mile away. They're going to be able to get there relatively quickly. It's not that far away. It's, a, it's, it's the dark and you're trying to be careful, but even still, they could probably get there in 10 minutes or so, 15 minutes, if they're moving carefully and hunting in the dark. So you're going to move slowly. I can double up and possibly catch up. I hear what you're saying, but uh, I'll just put it this way. You're going to be well behind them when they arrive. Like you're going to be 15, 20 minutes and that could be all the difference in okay. what you might find. Combat rounds if, go quick. If I stayed with Floyd to help, would that make it go faster? 
Yes. I would say if two people are working on it, okay. that would go faster. Yeah. I'll assist. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll your craft test, Floy. Take a bonus die from Daggett's health. Uh, the better you do, the quicker uh, it'll go. Arineal, Taraneth, and Gilly, are you pushing forward without them? Um, what do you guys think? Like I think we should stealth. Agreed. But okay. Move forward. Then Arineal should stay here. Who has the worst stealth? Probably Tara. Uh, two, two, I have two pipsons. Okay. Gilly, what do three. you got? Uh, I have three and it's favored. Okay, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have Terraneth rolled stealth here uh, as like a group stealth test, and then Arinio, I assume you're probably gonna want to hunt along the way, see if you can find any yes. tracks, anything like that. Yep. Okay. Can I have I, an audience sight? <laughs> What's uh, up, Gilly? Can I roll as well because I just wanted to see if I can trigger my art of disappearing. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, because oh yeah, yeah, yeah sure, because the Hobbit, uh, the Hobbit got thing. a great success on craft. Okay, great success, one or six success. Uh, with Daggett, that would cut the time from maybe 30 minutes to 15. Great success will probably shave another five minutes off. So between the two of you, it takes probably about 10 minutes to uh, sort of, you're probably taking Gilly's rope, I would imagine, to at least make this temporary bind to allow the raft to make it back. You're gonna, it'll need more repairs when it gets back to Tharabad, but you're pretty sure it can stay together if needed. All right, so this will hold. You'll make it back. Okay. Uh, Tara, how did you do? Remind me the 12 is a Gandhi. 11 is what? A, a sorry. Sauron. Okay. So uh, I got a, I, I got a uh, 22, 23, but I got a Sauron. <laughs> okay. So if you get a Sauron, you don't, it, it's a zero. So it counts okay, as a zero. Okay. I got basically. a fucking zero <laughs> no you no, no, you no, add no, up I mean, everything else you don't it's just that you one is zero. oh yeah. oh fuck okay sorry guys I'm you can so still sorry. you can still potentially pass even if you roll a sauron you just that die your d12 counts as a zero basically oh okay sweet um thank you sorry i'm i'm still learning the dice yeah, no rolls. um so then uh, my total then comes down to 12 uh okay so twelve on on stealth, which is a which is a fail for you, uh, but right. it's going to end up being a contested roll. So even though it is a fail, I am going to still see how it you know contests any potential creatures or people. Fail, that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> so we'll see. They might fail even worse. Uh, mm. They won't fail even worse. Uh, okay. So the three of you head out. Gilly, did you make yours so that you can trigger your art? Okay. Yeah. All right. So so Arineal, Taraneth, Gilly, you all start moving out. Floy. Uh, and Daggett remain behind. Uh, Floyd, Daggett, was your intention to have the Fairy Master go back uh, without you? Uh, or were you going to have him wait here once you're done? No, he can return by himself. He doesn't have to wait uh, for us. Uh, okay. He looks very, looks very uncertain. He doesn't know what's a good choice because he's feeling it too. All of that sort of strangeness. You all had to make a shadow test. You know something's going on. It's happening to him too, and he's not nearly as equipped as you all to handle it. But you see him start to sort of shake at the thought of that. He kind of hesitates as he looks to the river, looks up to the sky, how dark it is. Uh, give me a enheartened roll, Floy, to see if you can get him to sort of leave on his own. All right. 
I do have uh, something I can use here. Lady Ortholos' gift shell. Oh, that's right. So, so I'll bring it up to his ears. Like, you'll be fine, man. Just have a listen. <laughs> and it gives a little sound okay. of like the ponds or the ocean yeah. or whatever it was. And so this like strange screeching that is happening from these dying eels that are like still kind of flash, you know, splashing around in the foam uh, of the river uh, kind of starts to fade in his, in his ear. And like the sounds of these soft, beautiful pools uh, from, uh, from Linden, similar to where you found Lady Ortolos that one, that one fateful morning when she gave you the, the, the charge to go to Othrangul. None of that obviously is something that he is privy to, but he does hear those soothing sounds and you can see that his hands start to, to steady. He grabs the pole and he says, are you sure dwarves, you don't want me to remain? That's best if you get out of danger. Who knows what's out here? And I, the alternative I my... is you can remain here by yourself as we go on. So I think it's better that you keep moving. Uh, I see. I will uh, meet you uh, this evening. The bridge in, settle affairs. You can tell me the rest of this story. Yes, of course. We'll see you there. Be safe. You as well. And with a sudden calmness and a level of confidence that he did not have moments prior to Floy holding up that strange object to his ear dagget, he pushes the raft out, ignoring the, 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 you know, the splashing eel and begins to kind of push his way back, uh, back down towards, uh, towards Tharbad. Reniel, how did you do on your hunt test? I just passed. Okay. I'm so sorry, but how would it have worked if I had assisted, given that Aries my uh, fellowship focus? She gets a bonus die on the roll. Okay. Uh, well, actually, no, I okay. guess it, since you're a fellowship so, focus, it's uh, it's what, two? Isn't it right? Yeah, if you spend a hope to assist her, uh, it would give her two d6s. Okay, and I can do that for any ability check or just certain ones? It's, uh, it's really more ahead. of an issue that you probably don't have a lot of shadow yet, but when you spend hope, that goes against shadow and you can become miserable, which I think Daggett is miserable at the moment. I did the wrong number. I, I'm one point away oh, from okay. miserable. Okay. So yeah, I mean, you can spend hope, but at, at, one, at some point, your hope will get under your shadow and then that'll have effects on your rolls. Yeah. Okay. But uh, miserable means that if you roll a, roll a Sauron, it's an automatic failure. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Thank you. And for any skill question, I don't remember if you need a Pippin it or not. Yeah, I have to check that. It's been a while since we've looked that up. Uh, so oh, we should, we I'll look. I'll that. look that up uh, while we're while we're playing. Thank you. Sorry okay. to interrupt. Yeah, we got oh. so low on hope for so long, we stopped assisting <laughs> we each other. We did. Oh yeah, it's really for sure. Like you're on your own. <laughs> 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 okay. So, Reniel, you're kind of tracking Taraneth. You're trying to keep everyone kind of quiet as Reniel's like looking for, for tracks in the ground. Gilly, uh, you're doing your best to sort of weave between the two of them, keeping your eyes peeled. You do still see that light again, and it still hasn't moved. You're growing closer to it. And the closer you get, you know, quarter mile in, you're, you're confident. It's still, it's on the northern bank. You're on the right side of the river. Reniel, you do pick up because uh, you succeeded. Yes. Okay. Yes, it you did. do pick. Okay, you do pick up uh, tracks 
uh, in the mud along the riverbank. Uh, you see large paw prints that you would be able to uh, ascribe to that of large wolves, wargs, those types of things. You're un, 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 you know, unmistakable. And I'll share that information uh, back with everyone. Okay. I'm looking back to Floyd and Daggett to see if they're finishing up their crafting work. It's not soon. that close. It's, it's a quarter mile away. There's going to be at least 10 minutes. I'm telling you, like, that's why I gave ample yeah. opportunity. Yep. Just, Just, okay. So you all, uh, so the three of you start moving up and you realize like as you're on the, the riverbank, like mist begins to kind of kick up. And like it, it was, it was always kind of rolling around here and there, but it's getting thicker and thicker the further kind of northeasternly you go along the river, so much so that it starts to kind of be a little, little odd to you, and it feels very cool on your shoulders, kind of wraps around your necks here and there, uh, kind of around your your hands, almost like it has a mind of its own. It, it it's the kind of like mist and fog that seems to sort of swallow both sight and sound. Eventually, however, you reach this this. Uh, and we can call it a clearing to some degree, except there is a bunch of broken chunks of which you think are probably statues. Arinio, the, the place looks familiar to you uh, as you come to it, as you and Floy had discovered it uh, yesterday as you had left the, uh, the Hannock Farm. You can see that there is this rickety pier uh, as the, the mist kind of rolls that's stretched out over the water. It's connecting the river to this clearing, and you can see that there's these shattered statues of what you might, at this point, Arineal in Antara, might think are maybe Cardolan heroes, princes, queens, maybe. And they're laid in ruin kind of all over the place. You're hiding behind one. You see others. You see these marble faces that are kind of twisted almost by erosion and time and this kind of agony. And at the end of the pier, you see a pair of these kind of darkly clad sailors or soldiers that are standing guard over a boat, a boat that Arineal and Gilly is very familiar to you, this dark, dark boat, ashen-colored wood, dark sails that you almost can't see at first, uh, but in some ways the mist actually makes it easier to see them because it's more contrast to the dark sky. Uh, you also notice that flickering green and blue lantern Gilly that's kind of hanging down from a beam on the boat itself. Uh, it's moored, you're pretty sure, fairly tightly to the pier, and the sailors kind of seem to be scanning very attentively the water and the shore. You would imagine they're also struggling with the mist as well. You also notice uh, a pack of wargs on the riverbank, and you think they're feasting on some kind of carcass, and occasionally, I'm going to put you all at about, say, 50 yards maybe away, occasionally you can see a muzzle kind of come up, and it's just coated in this, this savage red and then you all see this hooded figure, uh, the huntsman, you presume, and Arineal and Gilly, you immediately recognize the profile as the same figure you saw when you were, uh, when you're near the Baron Duin and you're on your way to Eskerdale, uh, on your way uh, to that, that terrible time, uh, Lake Nenuiao. And as you're kind of staring out, you, the two of you kind of, and I would say Tara to some degree as well, you start to sort of hear this strange kind of whispering begin to float around on this mist. And you see kind of coming up from the muddy bank of the river, you just see earthworms just begin to sort of push their way up through the mud, much like the eels did through the water. And I feel this sense of dizziness wash over you. 
And then Arineal Gilly, you see as two more figures approach this huntsman, one of which is dressed much like uh, the two that are def- that are kind of guarding the boat. The other, however, it's a very familiar face. It's the face of Gerwin, unmistakable as the mist occasionally parts to give you a view. You can see that he kind of comes and is almost being dragged or escorted by the arm until he is just inches away from this huntsman figure. He immediately falls to his knees. He prostrates himself. You can hear him cackling occasionally, maniacally. He's also talking, but you can't hear when he just talks at a normal level. Huntsman seems to kind of regard him with this sort of cold detachment. And then you see he kind of turns his attention more to the, the soldier or the sailor that kind of, kind of escorted him, the attendant. More than once you watch as like a warg snout comes up and kind of sniffs the air as if it's kind of trying to, to find a scent. What do you three want to do? Uh, there's lots of silent, <laughs> just like nudging and like counting and pointing. And um, I think a would probably want to. Um, I haven't used this in a while. Um, and I, I understand that there's mist, so this might be um, ill-favored. Um but I'm looking to um, kind of scan the area for um, potential directions that we might be able to surprise or anything like that. So I'm thinking like thinking about rolling battle, but trying to get a sense of kind of the area. And is there any direction that seems to be a little bit less guarded or anything like that? Uh, you can roll if you like, you can roll battle, you can roll an awareness just to kind of see if there's any other things that you don't see currently. It's kind of up to you. Um, I will, I'm going to stick with battle because of my helm. Cause I get an extra 2d6 and a magical success. So it is favored and two, and then I get another two. So that is uh, just a magical success. I don't get anything else. Okay, so... You, you do notice that there are chunks of stone and rock on the no- like a little further north of the pier that you might be able to use as kind of cover or to cover your flanks or your sides so you're not surrounded. You are certainly outnumbered. Uh, that might be the only real, uh, real advantage. Might even be high ground potentially for Gilly. She could scramble up one of these chunks of stone to maybe fire off a bow. However. Uh, as you are kind of peeking around, you kind of maybe slink from one giant chunk of stone to another. You are kind of near this large undergrowth. Uh, this what looks like a, a fallen tree almost has fallen to the ground. As you're peering up, trying to get a sense of how difficult it will be for you to lift Gilly up or for Gilly to climb herself. Renil, you hear 
a rustling in that brush, and then you hear a snarl as when you turn around, you see the glowing eyes and the contorted, horrible face of a warg. And we are mm. unfortunately going to enter in as they uh, <laughs> they did in fact notice you. Uh, oh, so I, yeah. I will. Iridial makes no sound. Melissa, though, <laughs> feels it fair. <laughs> All right. I just want to remember when Daggett and Floyd get there and find all your dead bodies. Yeah. <laughs> Combat I goes you real fast. Five, six chances. So no, no, no. no. This, just, is, this is super not your fault. <laughs> Daggett one hit killed a warg. I'm sure they're not that dangerous. Guys. They're probably fine. <laughs> Highly trained military wargs are probably so much easier than normal wargs. <laughs> We got this. Okay. Ooh, awesome I map. Do you have a map ready? I'm getting it set up for stream here. So let me bring oh, this no. up. Oh, what? No. Okay, there's fine. I won't I won't I won't show there's it. There's already That's blood okay. on the ground. That's where they're <laughs> devouring blood. the carcass. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, don't worry. There's going to be a lot more shortly. All right, let me Move that over a little bit. This just feels rude and like overkill, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let me walk you through the map a little bit so that you can kind of see the stuff that I was describing and what it looks like. So obviously we see uh, there's the boat at the end of the pier uh, off to the south there. We see the rickety pier itself. The huntsman here is at the kind of the, the start of where the pier is. Gerwin uh, is right in front of him, kind of pro you know prostrated on the ground, cackling. Uh, and you also see this other soldierly figure. There's a group of wargs uh, and a little bit further eastward. Uh, but then there's this one that has now, uh, who was kind of doing a patrol around, looking for anything, has discovered a rineal near this kind of larger chunk of stone, which you imagine is this kind of residue uh, ruin of these these old kind of cartilin uh, cartilin statues that have just kind of broken into heat. Uh, so we are going to hop into initiative. Um, so uh, before we get started, I'm yeah. really sorry. This is my first time doing combat with this system. No so I'll probably have more questions than I ought to at, at this point. Totally but, fine. Uh, so I'm, I'm sorry if I hold things up preemptively. If you look in the journal section of Foundry, in the rules and resources folder, there is a combat handout uh, right, that Melissa I was cooked up that'll help you. Thank uh, you. So, unfortunately, you are unable to stealth up and surprise them. So there will be no surprise. Uh, so uh, this is so you're not going to get any kind of kind of impact there. So there's mm -hmm. no like rolling for initiative in this uh, my tray. It's really just you all get to normally go first. There's mm. a couple other little odds and ends that might happen uh, that kind of let you in. So I'm just kind of getting everything set up really fast. Uh, Does a stance selection affect your, like what you're able to do on that turn? Uh, stat selection? Uh, stance? Oh, stance. Stance, yes. Stance uh, is the order. So anyone who goes into forward stance will go first. Anyone who goes into open stance will go second. Anyone who goes into defensive stance will go third. Got uh, it. Got rearward it. Rearward stance, That's yeah. the order. Players take go, go they, they do all their turns, and then all the enemies go. Uh, and got there it. are a lot of them. 
Uh, so let me think it's pseudo suitable that I'm going to put on tabletop audios, black writer music for this. Now mm. I'm not putting Floy and Daggett in the combat, uh, just yet. Um, what I will, oh, let I you won't do be in there on your turns. <laughs> I will let you roll. If you want to roll athletics tests to try and run, uh, how you do might impact how quickly you get there. And then it'll determine it. But for now, they, you are not in the combat. Okay. So uh, I'm going to say for right now, uh, Rineal, you're not going to get an opening volley uh, as this uh, this warg has closed it on you. But I will give Terra and Gilly opening volleys as you are not currently engaged. So opening volley, uh, Maitre, is literally a ranged attack. Uh, if you have a ranged weapon, like a bow that you want to just do a quick fire as you close in, or if you have like, yeah. So like if you want to just fire a shot off at something, uh, that's, that's what you can do here before we actually get into the rounds of combat. So, okay. So, Question. uh, sorry, go ahead. Do we have, are we only engaged currently with this one warg? Do we have the chance to potentially put it down before the rest are alerted? Oh, they're aware of you. Uh, there's, there's, you oh. can see everyone's head is kind of turned and you can see even the huntsman's head is kind of turned and is looking at you, uh, without any, any issues. Yeah. You're in a bit of trouble. Uh, I will say any ranged attack, uh, is going to have a minus one penalty die due to this fog. Uh, so We're I've running. got two okay. pips in. We're yeah. leaving. Yeah. Uh, I've got two pips in bow. Um, what do I roll at that point? Okay, so then it's the same thing like any same thing like a skill roll. You always roll a d12, and then you okay. get a number of d6s equal to your pips. So if you have two in bow, you're rolling a d12 plus two d6. Okay. All right. Uh, so I'll give you two a chance to do your thing. Uh, I got an 18. Okay. Uh, and so the 18, and which one are you firing at? Uh, the one that's uh, in Renil's face. Okay. Uh, these do not have any kind of parry bonus, so... So you just compare it to your strength score, your strength target number. Uh, strength is what the fuck is fourteen. Fourteen. Thank you. One so it is a success. Yeah, <laughs> it is a success. Do you have any okay. sixes on your d sixes? Both of them. Did they both came up as sixes? Yeah. Okay, so you got a... <laughs> That's how to roll. <laughs> I see you all have taught uh, my trade the lie about what you roll technique that so many of you I'll have used show to you. great effect. I'll, I'll, I'm just I'll, extraordinary success, of just course. Yeah. <laughs> one no, ring, I, got, one. I got six, six, and six, so both my D6s came up as six, and so did my D12. <laughs> okay, so since you're if you're firing the one that's on a rineal, uh, you're just firing a shot over there. Uh, first, you're going to hit, but uh, you get to choose when you have bonus successes like that. You get to do stuff with those sixes, those extra sixes. Nice. It's only a six on a D6 that you get to do this with. So you're and only doing combat or all the time? Only, only during combat. Only during combat. Okay. Okay. Uh, so for you, uh, if you're, you've got pierce. Uh, so for instance, so one of the things you could do with a bow is you could spend one of those extra successes to modify your feet die, which is the D12. Uh, by since the bow by plus two, uh, which would make your 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 six on your feet die at eight now. Because the idea is, if you can get to a ten, you can cause a, what's called a piercing blow and potentially just one shot him with a wound. Nice. Okay. Uh, cool. So theoretically, I'm, I'm going to give you a couple options. So theoretically, you could spend both of your bonus d sixes 
uh, right now to make your feet die a 10, which means okay. you would be doing a piercing blow, which means my warg would have to roll a protection roll or effectively die because wargs can, this kind of warg can only take one wound, basically. Okay. Okay. Uh, the and other option uh, okay. is you can always do heavy blow, which is you spend in a success icon and you increase like their endurance loss. So you basically you increase the amount of damage you do uh, equal to your strength rating. And so you could theoretically spend both of those uh, those die that you those extra die you rolled, which would mean you'd be doing twelve additional damage uh, to their endurance plus your default damage with the bow is four. So you'd be doing a total of 16 damage. Okay. Uh, I think I'm going to do that piercing blow thing. And, okay. Uh, take a shot with that. All right. So so no matter what, uh, it's going to take the default damage of your great bow, which is mm. four points. Uh, then, uh, which isn't enough to, to kill it, uh, but it is going to have to try to roll a protection roll uh, to, uh, to not die. Uh, so... I'm going to burn a hate from this creature to get an extra d6 on my protection roll. Uh, and it still only gives me two. <laughs> so uh, so then, okay. All right. Well, I rolled a Gandhi. Uh, and so I rolled a total of an eight. So now what I, my target number for this, my tray, is the injury rating on your weapon, which is also on your sheet. So for a great bow, the injury rating is a 16. So yeah. I have to hit 16 if an I, and if I don't, I'm wounded. And I Got rolled it. an eight. So you kill it in one shot. Yes. Nice. So describe how it looks. Uh so um she she's a ranger and I think um has had her bow out. Like this is she didn't have to get it out in this moment. So she's had it out and she's been kind of just sort of toying with the uh the the feathering on the back of the bow. Uh you know, there's that scene in Lord of the Rings, like where right before Gandalf the White shows up and like Loss is like like they do that little bit of prep. And so I think that's what she's been doing. And um as soon as like you hear that snarl, um just reaching for instinct over intention, she raises the bow and just fires. Uh, there's nothing Beautiful. complicated about what's happening. So, Arenal, you turn around, you see the snarl of the warg, and then you see the arrow just right into it, and its eyes roll back in its head, just the whiteness of it, and then it collapses like a heap onto the ground. Uh, however, the, the camp has been alerted. Uh, Gilly, uh, uh, you oh get no. you get a uh, an opening volley as well. Yep. Um, what does the since that's dead? Is does the soldier? What's the hit? Uh, is it just regular or does it have like increased? Uh, I'm sorry. Who are you? Who pink, who are you targeting? Which one are you for the soldier or for the huntsman? Okay. Uh, so if you're going to try to attack either of them, uh, add three to your target number. For both of them? Yep. Okay. Jeff got so excited when you <laughs> said you might try to hit one of them. 
<laughs> oh no, she'll probably hit because that you guys have a thousand dice to roll. Uh, I'm not too concerned about it, but okay, I hit. I make it exactly. I made a nineteen. Okay, uh, so you make oh, a nineteen. Yes. Uh, so tell me how much damage is is happening. Uh, so damage that's happening is just four, but I have a ten on my d12. Okay, so it'll be piercing. And so the piercing blow. Uh, yeah. Okay, so then. Let me roll its uh, its defense. I will spend a hate to get an extra defense die. What's my target? What's your injury rating on your bow? Sixteen. Oh, killed it. Uh, yeah, I didn't think you needed is the hate. Twenty five. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's twenty five. As it will, in fact, as you get it like right in his sort of shoulder, you see him reach, pulls it right out. Reaches back, grabs the bow off his shoulder, and fires the same arrow right back at you, Gilly. Okay. I know that sounds entirely unrealistic, but it sounds badass. Uh, I will burn a hate to get an extra die. Uh, all right. So. Okay. Uh, let's see. 8, 14, 21, 23 to hit uh, with one extra success. Um, all right. Yeah, that hits. Uh, I have one extra six, uh, but it's not high enough on my feet die to make it a piercing blow, so I'm just going to do heavy blow. Uh, so you will take nine points of damage as the very arrow that you just fired at him catches you uh, in a square in your thigh, and you just see this explosion, this bloom of blood as it he fires it right back at you. And then you hear that same whispering, I need now... Uh, all of you, as the Huntsman uh, has an ability that you are going to have to have to kind of kind of roll now. I need everyone to roll a Valor test. All three of you that are there. Oh, great. So again, okay. Terry, you you're rolling two d sixes and a d twelve, and you're comparing it to your heart score, your heart TM. As this is a thing of horror, and the mere sight in battle. Uh, is going to be very bad. Oh. Good gracious. What an awful roll. Sorry, I, I think I'm using up all the good rolls today. <laughs> I uh, I, I, two ones and two sixes, which that's the sixes a mighty are useless roll. I, I don't understand uh, why you're rolling that. That's my roll. <laughs> <laughs> so just one at a time. Uh, Reniel, how'd you do? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Gilly, how'd you do? I got a great success. Okay. And Taranith, how'd you do? Uh, pass. Okay. Just just straight pass, no extra sixes? Uh, sorry, I thought that was just combat. My mistake. Um, I have one six out of... Three. Okay. All right. So both Gilly and Taranith take one point of shadow. Arineal, okay. take three points of shadow. Jeez. And Arineal, you are additionally daunted and you cannot spend hope for the rest of the fight. Where we need to run. Mark shadow? <laughs> <This> is, <laughs> we're running. Uh, so on your sheet at the towards the very bottom, there should be a where is it? I'm sorry, not, not the very bottom. Yeah. Uh midway through just below virtues to the right of hope, there is a shadow box. Uh, so there in that, sure is in that temporary. temporary, go ahead and just put one in there. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Is that your first shadow? It is. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the guys. fight. <laughs> uh, 
here's the thing, y'all. I'm not done. What? Uh, as oh. from from the pier, uh, from the boat, those sailors, those who are so attentively peering out, uh, are going to fire back. And again, remember, all ranged attacks yep. are minus one, one D6. So they're both going to fire. I'm going to fire once at Arineal, and then I'm going to fire once at uh, Taranith. Uh, all right, so... I'm going to spend a hate to counteract the the mist. And here we go. So this is going to be against Arineal. That's a that's a Gandhi, so it's going to be a fail. It's only 11. And then a Terraneth. Uh, it's only a 12, so that shouldn't hit you. Uh, it's against my parry? It's against your parry. Then no one doesn't hit. Yeah, 12 doesn't hit. So two more shots are fired. Uh, but you do see as... Uh, these sailors take a shot and they start moving a little bit further down the pier. The soldier who you shot at, Gilly, and fired back at you kind of starts closing the distance on you all. You can see that the huntsman currently is actually just kind of standing there and he is holding his hand in the direction of the boat. And you can see that that, that green lantern begins to sort of pulse momentarily and then you see this eruption come up from the deck as a flock of birds rips free from their cages with, within the deck. This flock of black birds begins flying in your direction. And then finally, and then we can start the first round uh, of non-opening uh, volley combat. All of these wargs, as you all know, uh, have an ability called Great Leap. Uh, where they can essentially kind of target somebody. So while they're not going to target you in the opening volley round, you do see them immediately start moving in your direction at incredible speed, leaping along the way in their process. Okay, first round of combat. So that was opening volley. Now we actually go to stance selection. So forward stance, defensive stance, Open stance. Those are your three options if you're in melee. And then there's rearward stance. However, mm-hmm. there's a problem for you guys because the mm-hmm. way this game works is that if you, it, it's sort of the amount of people, uh, the, like the sort of dis- distribution of enemies versus like people who are, who are, you know, like the different sides. Like there's only three of you versus quite a number of them. That's going to determine like how many people can go in the rearward stance, how we kind of assign you know, how we assign targets and stuff like that. It's not like a D&D kind of grid combat move anywhere you want to go. It's like you actually have to sort of lock in engagements with them. Uh, so go ahead and select your stances, which you want to go into. Forgetting how we make sure that we're ready to select stances because I'm not... Uh, oh, yeah, I got to... I'm sorry. I got to do the beginning combat stuff. All right, you should be able to do it now. Sorry. So, okay, so um, Matre, if you right-click on your token on the map, mm-hmm. it should come up with kind of a bunch of things that pop up. And on the left-hand side, that that's all of the combat stances. I see it. Thank you. So I selected forward. Did you see that, Jack? Yes, it changes. Yeah, so it's now like a, the two swords crossing. Uh, so in terms of rearward, uh, for each player in rearward, there must be two other adventurers in close combat. And since there's only three of you, only one of you can be in rearward. Often that's Gilly, but it doesn't always have to be if there's different reasons to do that. Uh, 
but is that what you're doing, Gilly? Are you in rearward, I assume? Uh, I, th- I think we need to flee. So, yeah. Okay. For rearward, just to double check. So, it's only allowed if the total number of enemies isn't twice the number oh, of yeah. enemies. Oh, yeah, that's right. So and it not, is more than twice. So I'm just, yes. Just helping you Thank out here. Thank you, Long. So you've been so good at rules lawyering lately. I love it. <laughs> I love this <laughs> side so. of you. I really do. I love this side of you. Uh, you are drastically outnumbered. Uh, four, yeah. five, six, seven, eight, nine. You're outnumbered three to one, not counting the flock of Kribane that are coming oh, the direction. Oh, no. Of you. Yeah. So. Fucking run. <laughs> uh, fly, you fools. Player heroes facing insurmountable odds and intending to leave the fight have two options. They can first assume a rearward stance. That's not possible. So otherwise, assume a defensive stance, rolling for their attack normally. If their attack roll is a success, they do not inflict damage, but they manage to leave the battlefield instead. So that's my vote. Uh, we need to try and make defensive stances, attacks, and... GTFO. It sounds good to me. I'm just shifting <laughs> tokens. Everything where the tokens are is like always kind of abstract. I'm just shifting them over so they're centered better for the uh, for the stream. Sure. Okay. okay. Uh, uh, can I? I also will listen to my friend. Defense? Yeah. Can I also be in defensive stance or are we? Yes. Yeah, we can Any number be. can be in defensive stance. Okay. We're okay. gonna do this. We're gonna do this slow because this is a very serious combat and it's also uh, my choice first. So I want to make sure we're doing this right. All right, so everyone really set your stances. I appreciate that. Thank you. Okay. All of you are in defensive stance. Next step. After stance selection, all combatants in close combat have to engage one or more opponents. Reward players it cannot be engaged. This all depends on the number of enemies uh, and how it compares to the total number. So right now, there are more enemies than heroes, which means I, as the lore master... I'm not sure if you guys realize that's right there on the screen, Lore Master. Uh, <laughs> I assign one opponent to each unengaged hero fighting in close combat stance. Then for each remaining foe, I get to choose between a hero in close combat stance who is already engaged, or I can let the foe stand back, possibly using uh, a ranged weapon, etc. So here's what's going to happen. This big old wolf that's slightly bigger than the others is going to go after, it's going to engage with uh, a Rhineal. Uh, this smaller wolf is going to kind of leap over at uh, at Gilly. Uh, I'm going to say one of these other wolves is going to go at Terra. Uh, another one of these wolves is going to go towards uh, Arineal. So there's now two on Arineal. The soldier that you shot, Gilly, is going to close in on you as well. So there's now two on you. Uh, then... These two sailors that are kind of just off the boat, they're going to stay in rearward stance. Uh, the... <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. I got to actually roll something to see if Gerwin's going to actually engage in the fight or not. Okay. He is going to... Look like he's about to run up into the fight. He's got this knife, this dagger out, but he's kind of slowly moving. You get the sense he's a fairly kind of cowardly person. And then what to do with this huntsman, right? What to do with this huntsman? I mean, the you know, you see stands. He sort of makes motions with his hands. Right. He ponders things. He doesn't like get involved. He just sort of watches and waits. I'm actually I'm going to you know, Tara's only got one honor. I'm going to work on something. I don't want to put the Huntsman directly on Terra and my trade in her first combat right off the bat. So I am going to give, I'll give you the big wolf and then I'll have the Huntsman charge at Arineal. 
Uh, oh, that's okay. okay. That's uh, oh, honestly, if if someone's once going you to see like, what this dude can do. Oh no, I feel bad. One of the coolest coolest creatures. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. So let's see. Let me zoom in on that. Now, the other thing I would like to do is I would like to have our dwarf uh, allies go ahead and roll athletics tests right now, uh, and so that'll determine and like how well you do uh, will determine how quickly you arrive to help. All right, Doug. Don't worry, you know. I please, have a pit. Please take audience dice. Please roll this at advantage. Please We're natural sprinters. I learned this in brief. Short distances. George do really well. Fly. Oh, Fly. Take. You, you got favored on the roll. That was so. That was such oh. a good callback. Take a favor. I'll take one audience die. <laughs> I am going easy on the dude. You're right, Eric. <laughs> one success. Okay. All right. How did you do, Daggett? Uh, I got an eight. I needed a 13. Okay. So, Floyd, you have Floyd, you get out in front of Daggett uh, with one success. Daggett, you're lagging a little behind. Maybe the river water that you jumped into is still kind of like kind of soggy a bit in your boots and your in your in your your trousers. And it's kind of kind of slowing you down a little bit as you're running along, getting caught in the mud and such. Floyd, you get out in front. Both of you hear and see first the the light of the lantern suddenly grow, and then both of you can see that eruption of black birds coming from where that light was. And the two of you know instinctively something terrible is happening. And more than you know, I don't know whether you know your 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 allies have been discovered, but you certainly know something terrible is happening. Okay, so. Uh, you're all in defensive stance. Uh, now, I'm going to say, sure, you can flee. I have no problem with that. But that doesn't mean that they can't chase. Uh, so uh, just keep that in mind. Uh, so uh, we're going to go with uh, any order. Since you're all in defensive stance, you can go in whatever order you like. I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> uh, what are you going to try to do on your turn, Arineal? Um... I mean, I was going to run, mm -hmm. but you're right. I There's am... a very big, but because as this guy closes in on you, you hear that familiar sound of shadow whispering, like sort of around you. But not only do you hear it, you feel this, this putrid smell just start to dispense from this kind of hole of shadow beneath this dark hood you see this what almost looks like a crown but not not a, a pretty particularly ornate one seeming to keep the that 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 cloak that cloaked hood on something just shadow you don't see a face but you feel this black breath just begin to emerge from that dark hole i need you to roll a uh shadow test actually before you do anything uh this is going to be a valid, wisdom right? It's gonna be wisdom. Uh, no, this is a sorcery test. So this is gonna be wisdom. So okay, there's shadow, well, there's shadow dread, there's shadow sorcery, etc. Okay, that works because uh, wisdom is a little bit better than valor for me. One of those weird things. My wits is not so good, but my wisdom is better than my valor because I've been not brave sometimes. I think Melissa just doesn't want to roll. I keep rolling oh, one. She just so, makes stuff up anyhow. Well, hold on. I've got I've got three sixes here, so let me see if 
I, I rolled, <laughs> what one are you talking about? You just I rolled mean, a bunch of dice and said you got three sixes. What ones I did. are you talking about? I got a one about? on my D12. I've got four one. wisdom. <laughs> um, Thank th- I'm glad Steven is laughing with this as well, too. He's, he, he gets it. Uh, so, yeah. Um, with a 16, so I did uh, surpass that. Uh, so, yeah, extraordinary success. Okay. You feel nice. yourself growing very tired and you feel uh, for a moment you almost kind of fall over in this sort of narcoleptic haze but you steady yourself as your head slams against the stone behind as you kind of start to to wobble back and that brings you back to consciousness all right go ahead and continue your turn as much as i appreciate that i passed that wisdom roll i really could have used these sixes on like an attack roll (laughs) just saying uh sorry i I'm looking, I think this might be our first combat that I'm using with uh, my Nozigar, so I'm just kind of looking at what it does. It'll probably uh, be Jeff the last this... one, too, I'm thinking, at this rate. Well, yeah, I mean, I've got to do something with it. So is this... Um... Would you consider the Huntsman undead, Jeff? Oh, yeah, he's very just much undead. clarify the situation. Oh, yeah. okay. I mean, Nazgul, if this is in fact, not, not that I'm saying it is, but yeah, it is. It's a rumor true. They're a race. They're, they're race, basically. Okay. Ring race is uh, right there. Just saying out loud for that. So protection rolls would then be ill-favored against uh, the sword. Uh, if it was already ill-favored for any reason, then the piercing blow. So if I score a piercing blow, the Listen, piercing blows. Don't don't worry about saying that kind of stuff until that actually happens. Just roll your attack first because you have to okay. hit and, and stuff like that. Also, it's them. plus one to the damage rating or a bonus equal to the bearer's valor. Okay. So it's either plus one to damage or plus three for my valor. I just want to let everyone know how okay. cool this weapon is because it might be the last time that this thing is ever wielded. You're, you're absolutely so right. I need to get it out there in the world. All right. I am going to swing at this thing because, I mean, this is what we're here to do, right? So everyone else can run. That's totally fine. Totally fine. Uh, I am going to take five for favored. You're going to have minus one on your attack uh, for your defensive stance, minus one D6, and then minus yes. another D6 as you are flanked and outnumbered by these two creatures. Mm-hmm. Okay. And as I, as I said to Gilly... that with the audience dice? Yes, absolutely. Uh, which they do often. Because I hear you guys are flushing them. Got to clean that, clean, clean that supply out. Uh, also, remember, plus three to parry. So your target, your target number is increased by three as you're fighting this thing. I'm wow. so giddy. Okay. I can't, like, I wasn't sure if you guys were going to pick <laughs> this, like, this to go after first. And then you did. And I was like, oh, boy. Uh, like moths okay. to a flame. So Literally. that is a nine on... The weapon and it's a great success okay so you succeeded with a great success okay and i would like to make that a piercing blow so that the other stuff does trigger okay fair enough all right so uh i actually have something for this i need you to make a valor test <laughs> no 
as you uh. take your sword and you thrust it right into the chest of this creature. Mm-hmm. You feel as you kind of stab in, there is both absence of mass, but also mm-hmm. suddenly great resistance. All right. I am. Um, I think everybody's fine with me taking some advantages for this because, you know, he's the huntsman and he's on me. And some of our party are like, you know, making knots with ropes and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> She's I know you're doors running. out. <laughs> calling you doors out. And because the universe wants to uh, acknowledge the fact that I was being snarky, I rolled a Sauron. So, oh, no. There's that. <laughs> And, okay, what do I need to... So this is a Valor, so I need to hit four... Oh, yeah, there's no way... Uh, hold on. Never mind. I rolled it favored, so you can ignore the Sauron. Sorry, I forgot. Um, eight. Passed. Okay. As you thrust in, you feel your hands begin to sort of shake. You feel the metal of the sword begin to kind of bend. And you almost feel as if like in a fishing expedition, like something so great is just trying to like pull and wrench free. You kind of feel the bending of the hilt from the blade. You almost see the metal itself like it's about to to shatter. But before it does, you manage to pull it free just before the Sword of the Spirits would have actually shattered had you failed. Um, Oh, gosh. uh, Now, uh, I need a roll to see if you actually got your, uh, got the piercing blow. Uh, So let me roll that right now. So Uh, ill-favored protection roll. Oh, yeah, I'm not too worried. Okay, spin that. Uh, Okay. Uh, it's 10, 15, 22 on my protection roll. Nope, sorry. Sorry. 23 on my protection roll. It's a three. Okay. So no, no piercing blow, but you do do damage. Uh, so what is uh, the damage? Okay. So the damage would be five, but because this is undead, it is, uh, five plus valor. So eight. Okay. So you've managed to wrench it free. You see chunks of this kind of black cloak kind of rip free and you see the fabric kind of float in the air and then almost kind of dissipate into shadow and then begin to sort of just combine with the mist. And that is the end, finally, of Arineal's turn. We will turn now (laughs) to either Taranith or Gilly. Definitely going off to Gilly. Wait, so were you in defensive stance? Was that still a successful attack? I'm not running because I've got the big guy on me. I'm not running, so I'm just hitting him. You guys can certainly run, um, okay. but I've got the big guy, so I'm fighting. Okay. Well, okay, so looks like I'm rolling, <laughs> and um, I it's close combat, so I have to like use my sword, right? Yeah, you can't. Oh. You're not gonna be able to fire your bow. Uh, so yeah. You've got this soldier who the two of you exchanged. You, you shared needles together. Uh, so, you know, probably shouldn't have done that. But then you also yeah, have this other bad. doggy on you. Yeah. Um. Good news is that Tara took out one of the other dogs. So one of you is going to actually have three on you. Yeah. How many dice can I use? 
You can use a maximum of five to get favored. You can use a maximum of two to get uh, bonus dice. Okay, so I'm using seven dice, Melissa. That's fine. Take it. Because I have one pip and swords. I'm very uh, excited <laughs> that I'm these going... dice are being purchased for these uh, these little trash mobs. Very this is where hey. like the adversarial part of me comes in. And I try to bait <laughs> stuff. I'm sorry. Normally I'm not like this, but I like this part. This is fun. I don't. <laughs> I don't. <know. laughs> <laughs> okay. Who are you targeting, by the way? You targeting the dog? The, or are you tar- the dog. Because okay. I want to be able to run. All right. No extra parry bonus for the dog. Okay. So I do succeed. I got a 17. I needed a 16 with my strength. Okay. Um, thank God for those extra dice. All right. And uh, um, what is what is uh, what is the damage on that? Uh, three. Okay. So are you fleeing? Um. Yes. Okay. Does does she still do the damage if she's fleeing? I can't remember. No. So okay. it uh, the attack hits, but you don't do damage. Okay, so as as this wolf leaps on top of you, as this this soldier kind of closes in on you, you can see kind of dropping the bow a little bit and then kind of pulling out what looks like a sword, or actually, no, an axe. I think it's an axe. Pulling out an axe and it's kind of chasing out at you. You kind of take this swing with your sword and it kind of just clips the side of the wolf's uh, jaw and it kind of stumbles a bit and the two of them clump into each other, giving you a moment to sort of step away and you begin to abandon Arineal effectively. So you effectively abandon your friend. Well done. Well done. Okay. Good job. Good job. Well Uh, And then we go to my tray. Uh, what would you like to do on Terraneth? Uh, do I have to stay engaged with the two in front of me? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, if you want to run away, quirks. you've you've got to. Yeah, no, like, I, basically... I wanted to run to you um, yeah. to see if that was an option. Yeah. So um, basically, each so the so the way the uh, the assignments work is like you create these little melees and everyone just sort of stays. It's a, it's sort of to prevent like five people from ganging up on one target at once while there's like enough. fifty targets around. Yeah. No worries. No worries. Um. Uh, uh, yeah. I was just wondering. Um. Okay. So I'm just gonna. I'm. Can't can't leave Vernon. Hey, can't leave very. I just can't. So I'm gonna take a swing with my. Well, okay. not a swing. I'm so let me walk you through this roll. Using role. a spear. Yeah. So let me walk you through this roll. Okay. So you're in defensive stance, and so defensive stance loses a one d six on their attack roll by default. Okay. Plus you're outnumbered. You have two wolves on you, so you're gonna lose a second. So normally, okay. because you're using a spear, you would be using. 3d6s but because you have these two penalties you're down to 1d6 so you roll a d12 and a d6 obviously okay. if you want to purchase anything from the audience that's that's you, you're welcome to do that as well okay. uh, but right now before an, any sort of extra audience dice it's it's 1d12 and 1d6 that you're rolling okay uh and can you remind me what the audience dice purchases are so because i definitely have, am yeah. to use so we have we have essentially i call them boosts you take one boost uh, you get 1d6. You take two boosts, you get 2d6. You take five boosts, you can roll your attack at favored, which means you roll two feet die and take the better. 
do we have enough for me to do favors? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> we have a very generous okay. audience. Okay, yes. then I'm gonna roll add favored. Okay. Um and use whatever I would recommend means. you probably take an extra die as well, just to be sure. Okay. Yeah. So I, and and okay. Melissa, Melissa will keep I, track of it. So yep. awesome. Okay. Thank you yep. very, very much. Good. So that's two D sixes and two D twelves. Right. And, and you're only better. you take the higher of the two feet die. Yeah. The better. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, so my total is eighteen. Total's eighteen. Okay. So for you and, then, what you uh, what you want to look at is your target number sorry, is and, your strength. And one of them is D six. Okay. One, I got a six on D six. So you rolled an eighteen in total. Your target was your strength which is 14, so it's a success. Yeah. And then you also have one more bonus success. So you hit, what did you roll in the feet die? The D12? Uh, a five. Okay, so probably you just want to use a heavy blow here is probably the most likely thing you would want to use. Uh, right. So with your bonus success. So then what you do, your spear uh, does, let me take the, you have a great spear. So you do base five damage, and then you can spend the bonus success that you got on a heavy blow, uh, which basically increases the damage equal to your strength, which is six. So you'd be doing 11 points of damage. Okay. Nice. Nice. Okay. Now I will say there's these, these two wolves, uh, they're of different sizes. One of them looks bigger. We'll call it an alpha. Uh, so there's, and you can see the token is slightly bigger. Were you targeting the alpha or are you targeting the regular one? I'm targeting the alpha. Okay. So. 11 points of damage, not enough to kill it, uh, but you do a significant, a significant amount of harm as the spear just grinds right into its rib cage. You hear it kind of howl, and it's almost hyena-like, you know, whine. Okay. And that is your turn. Okay. Okay. Thanks so much, everybody. Now it's their turn. All right. Now it's my turn. Okay. So you were so high pitched that Zoom didn't even let you talk. Yeah, I'm <laughs> stressed. You, I really should be. I told you TPK was on the table. I wasn't kidding. Uh, okay, so the okay, so I'm just gonna go. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna start with Tara. Uh, I'm going to go bottom to top. So we got, because I have the wolf stuff open right now. Sure, sure. Uh, so let me go from there. So the wolf, the larger of the two wolves, is going to lunge out at you and try to bite you. It's going to, as you kind of pull back the spear, it's going to take that opportunity to sort of lunge forward uh, and see if it can no. get to you. Uh, okay. Um, you're in defensive stance, so it gets, it gets minus one on its attack roll. But I will spend a hate to essentially get it back. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. That is a total of 15 to hit. 16 is my parry. 16. And it misses. So even though it's Amazing. going after you, manage to take, like, the butt of the spear just the last second to cast its its lunge aside. And so the, the larger wolf misses. Uh, the other wolf on you... Yes. ...will try to take your momentary distracting uh, by this... Uh, by this wolf, uh, and it will go. Uh, I will also spend a hate uh, to increase my dies size. That's much better. That's a Sauron. Uh, uh, so it's going to hit. Uh-oh. 
Yeah, it's gonna. Yeah, it's a hit. I know no extra successes though, so it's just a it's just a sorry. This is going to be what's called a piercing blow, however. Uh, so you're gonna take three points of damage. So reduce your endurance by three. Okay. Then you need to make a protection roll. Uh, Sorry, is that in the big box or the little box? Uh, I can't remember what it looks like. Let me take a look. Uh, big box. Yeah, you want to put it, yeah. Keep your max at, at where it's at and then just reduce okay. the big box by three. Okay. Then you're going to make a protection roll. So protection roll, you roll yeah. 1d12 plus a okay. number of d6s equal to what you have for armor. So you have one two. D- Two D for yeah. You have a you have a leather shirt and helm, so you're gonna roll one D twelve and two D sixes. And before you do that, before you do that, Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, that's it. Yeah. So just yeah, go ahead and do that. And you also can spend uh, for audience dice in this as well if you wanted to. Awesome. May I please have um, an extra bonus dice? Yes, you may. Thank you. Um, okay, so that is a total of 17. 17 is enough. The, the injury rating for six. their fangs okay. was only 14, so 17 will clear it, and you are not wounded, but you do take those three points of endurance loss. Okay. Okay. Then the two that would have been on Gilly, uh, they are, I'm going to say that flavor-wise, the wolf will continue to give chase, uh, even though you're fleeing, it'll continue to give chase. But the soldier will turn its attention to Terra. So it'll, okay. instead of chasing after Gilly, it will turn its attention to Terra. It's not going to attack this round, uh, I'll say, but it is now on you as well. Okay. The wolf, that it, the warg that is on Arineal will go next. Uh, I'm going to use a hate to counterbalance the loss from the defensive stance. Uh, and I'm going to try to bite you with my fangs. That's okay. a 10 on the die. Extra six, two fives, and a four. So that's a uh, 20. Hang on, 16, <laughs> 26. That's a 30 to hit. Good gracious. So you're doubled going, up my parry. You're going to take six points of damage as I'm going to spend the six as a heavy blow. Base damage of three. Attribute level is three. So you take six points of damage to your endurance and then roll a piercing or roll a protection roll as the 10 will be a piercing blow. All right. So I've got a killer with the wolf before I even get to the huntsman. Okay. No, that's a fail. That's a fail. Uh, what'd you yep. roll? What's the total? Nine. Okay, that is in fact a fail. You take a wound. Wow. From the wolf? Wow. Okay. Jeff, she just got that cool ranger hood, and now you're trying to take her out. Uh, she's <laughs> going to be a messenger with her next character, and we're just going to get her a postal service worker uniform. Uh, oops, sorry. Let me do that publicly. Uh, you get a severe injury. You will recover from that injury in nine days. So what kind of injury do you think it is? Um, I'm going to say this is one of those like 
just took a chunk out of like meatiest part of her leg. So okay, this chunk of your calf or maybe like a, your hamstring, you just see that <laughs> as it just snarls and snarls. Um, and you, uh, you have a, a, a very gaping wound now on one of your legs. Now we come to the huntsman. Uh, oh my God. There's just so much oh, I can do. It's no. ridiculous. <laughs> I have so many fallibilities. It's ridiculous. Okay. So I have essentially two things I can do per turn. Um, so the first thing I'm going to do, he's going to effectively command, command those, that, that flock of Kerbane. And that flock of Kerbane is going to kind of fly by on Terraneth except it's going to continue to chase after Gilly as well. So both the flock and one of the wargs are chasing after Gilly. Gilly, you fled the combat, you're fine, but these two things are hot on your heels. Uh, so that's the first thing he'll do with one of his actions. Uh, so you're not you know, completely out of the woods yet, necessarily, Gilly. Uh, the second thing is he's going to... I'm just going to attack. So he's going to... You hear the, the slow pull of a sword from this scabbard on the back and you can see it has this slightly curved blade it has similar in construction to that morgul blade that you had found uh, and it's going to swing at you perennial oh boy oh boy okay uh let's double check in a few things oh this is sure sure it's just take oh my god it's unfair time. how awesome this dude is all right, so there's three from that. I'm going to burn a hate. I'm going to roll deep. Okay, here we go. Nice okay. knowing everybody. That's a 19 to hit. How is that? <laughs> yes. Okay, 19 hits. Good news is I didn't get any bonus successes, and I only got a five on my feet die. So it's actually a fairly modest hit right off the bat, as he only is going to do five points of endurance loss to you. That's it. That's his that's his his turn for now. I have a lot more things in store. Then Gerwin, as I said, he's like kind of looking around. And he's uh, kind of thinking about getting into the fight. And then I have these two archers in the back. And I'm going to say each one is going to take a shot at one of the two of you. Uh, so, however, it's going to be fairly difficult to hit you all, but I'm going to try. So first on Terra. Uh, God dang it. I rolled a, I rolled a Sauron. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, my Trey. Uh, that's going to hit um, with a 22, actually. I rolled disturbing. Oh, gosh. Well. Make another one of those protection rolls. And again, you can take more dice if you like to increase your D6s on this. Awesome. Can I take one, please? Uh-huh. I did take one, by the way, and I still failed, just in case anyone was wondering last time. Uh, I got an 18. 18 is plenty. 18 is plenty. You get hit, but you manage at the last second to hear the whistle of the arrow, and you just kind of curve ever so slightly. It catches you in the shoulder, but not necessarily in a place where it's going to cause uh, kind of elongated harm. Uh, I rolled a six against Iridial. Uh, so, uh, tale of two cities with those rolls. Okay. End of round. <laughs> End of round one, guys. Uh, so I would like Floyd and Dad oh, get to both dude. roll athletics tests. Survive. Floyd, we're running away, right? <laughs> you guys are <laughs> trying to flag down the fairy master. Yeah. 
Left my left my keys. Left my keys. I'll take Come another on. audience die. I got an extraordinary this time. I failed again. God, you are just eleven so out of thirteen. Slow. Oh my god, you're oh the my worst. Gosh. Floyd, what you got? Extraordinary success. Extra oh my gosh. Okay. Extraordinary success is three, right? Okay. Yeah. Floy, you have put some significant distance between yourself and Daggett to the point where I will say you have caught up to Gilly, who is fleeing. So you see her <laughs> making Number no attempt. Yeah. And she's limping because she has a, an arrow still sticking out of her thigh. Oh, no. uh, and yeah. Floy, you hear you hear the snarl uh, of this warg. And you see this like this cloud moving at intense speed kind of above as this flock of birds is sweeping. And then as you're looking up, when you look back down again at the war, it is now leaping through the air, charging in a direction at the two of you. So I will say you can attack the war this turn if you wanted to, Floy. So I'm going to add you to the initiative tracker now. I'm not going to put you on the map, but I'm going to add you to the tracker at least. Okay. Uh, I'll put you on the map, but you're not technically here yet. All right, so let's put you guys over there. All right, so uh, stances. What do we got? What do you guys want to do? Do open for now. Open, okay. Open for Floyd, uh, Arrhenial, Taranath, Gilly. What do you want to do? Uh, Gilly will still be defensive. Okay, stay in defensive. Uh, Terra and 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 Arineal. What do you want to do? Uh, give me just one moment. I'm just reading the selection. <sighs> what do you want to do, Arineal? Forward. Are you serious? Okay. As you go into forward stance. I don't really want to. With a wound, by the way, just so you know. You do oh, have yeah. a wound. Ugh. Remember, if you get a second wound, that's right. All right, you go down. Can oh, I be in forward as well, or or stay in uh, absolutely? I'll stand yeah. The only one that's the only ones that's that's limited is is rearward. Every, all of the melee stances you can be whatever you like. Okay, I'll stay defensive. Okay, All right. Can so, Daggett come up and like sing us a song or something? Daggett is <laughs> taking his time. He's I'm changing his pants. He's changing his pants. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, forward stance is Taraneth. Taraneth, you are now surrounded by a large wolf, a smaller wolf, and a man dressed in dark armor uh, with sort of these strange uh, kind of circuitous shapes uh, along the temples. Um, I would say because you're a ranger, it bears a, a, a not unfamiliar resemblance to some flourishes of old that you might have read about or seen depicted in old tomes uh, of Numenor. It has that kind of flavor to it. That is very unsettling. It um, is, however, it is, however, different somehow, yeah. darker, uh, as if it's been and kind of shifted and changed in a negative way. So you have three targets available to you. What do you want to do? Is there any way, and this is a mechanical question, but is there any way for me to attack more than one target? 
Or can uh, I only ever attack one target? There are certain bonuses that you can potentially get to a weapon that allow you to cleave, uh, but right. I don't think your weapon has that. So no, no, it would no. just be just be the one. I'll, uh, I'll I'll stick with the attack and the big guy, and then and okay, then the, the big, big wolf. wolf. You yeah. did a hell of a shot to him last time, and you can tell it is that bleeding profusely. You can see the ribs that you stabbed are broken, and it's just pouring Good. blood out. It is not long for this world. Good. Uh, I am going to. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna take a, another swipe at it with my sword, with my spear. Pardon me. Okay. Um, and do we have enough for me to have an audience try on this? Yes. I really want to succeed. <laughs> do you How many do we have five? left? 37. You're going to be it close, guys. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to stop. I think you guys are going to need them all. I'm going to stop. It might not be enough. Uh, so I got a 24 total with <laughs> a six on one. Uh, describe your kill. You. Uh, that's going to be enough to kill. Uh, Amazing. Uh, I'm I'm using a spear, and uh, again, like there, there's really not a lot of finesse to, to anything Tara does, uh, and combat's no different. Um, and so she watches. She just kind of lifts her spear, spear, and it just kind of drives it with brute force into this thing's neck, and okay. um, it it really shouldn't. And it's not strength so much that does it but she just kind of happens to know where to sever the windpipe <laughs> mm -hmm. just this soft and, spot beneath the yeah. jaw yeah yeah okay and as you wrench the spearhead free it collapses to the ground in a heap there's now only two on you now progress progress um oh, yes floy open stance you've got a warg on you head down gilly and she ducks. I uh, take my axe from my waistband okay. and just swing it up into the leaping warg. We're practiced okay. at this. <laughs> it does seven damage for success. Uh, well, does it hit first? Uh, yeah, I passed my strength. Okay. Uh, so it only does seven? Okay. It's still yeah. up, actually. Yeah. I just thought you'd one shot that because Daggett one shot it. So yeah, it no just, extras, yeah. apparently. Okay. All right. Uh, it is still up as you just carve through it. It's surprised to see you, in fact, as you see it for a second as it leaps, it kind of skids along the ground as if it was going for the hobbit, but then it sees this dwarf with an axe gleaming in this tiny bit of starlight coming down between the clouds. You swing out this gush of blood from its side. It turns, its eyes twisted, blood coming down from its jaws as having recently fed uh, Gilly. Do you want to do something here? Um, yes. Yeah. I, I'm also hitting it. Okay. Possibly. Hopefully. Okay. Uh, can I just have two dice, Mo? Yes. Uh, 16, because I am weary and I have to ignore my ones. And I pass. Uh, so, uh, roll for a wound, please. Uh, give me the endurance. Uh, what's the endurance that you would have? You might not need to worry about a piercing roll. 
Oh, uh, so after hitting it, it'll be take four, uh, or no, three damage. Okay. Do you have like a bonus success right now? Yeah. Okay. Just use the bonus success on a heavy blow. That'll be enough to kill it. Got it. Okay. I'll do that yeah. then. Yep. Okay. So, so as it kind of skids, takes that horrible gash from Floy, Gilly, how so, do you finish it off? I like to imagine that, uh, Floy tells me to duck, so Gilly drops and she rolls onto her back and she's just holding her little short sword up above her and, like, as he hits it, it kind of also lands on my sword and it impales itself in dives. Okay. You all see, the two of you, as the Crabane just sort of swoop down over top of you. They don't attack you. It kind of looks like they were attempting to swarm, but at the fall of the warg, they kind of just sweep down, come back up, and begin to start flying back in the direction of the huntsman. Uh, I'm going to go over to Arineal now. What do you want to do? I'm continuing to attack. Sure you are. Open for the best. I also uh, actually need you to roll another shadow test, however. Uh, This is going to be... Hang on, let me read it again. Uh, it's going to be Valor. Wait, actually, hang on. Did you fail this initially? Did you fail and become daunted? Yeah. Okay, then yeah, never mind. You don't have to roll it. You already got the worst of it. You're good. Okay. What does daunted do again? Uh, you can't spend hope. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's fine. All right. Um, can I spend hope though? Like for her as my focus? Uh, it depends on how you're going to be using it. Uh, if you're looking, because there, are, I think you can do things like assisting and stuff like that, uh, hmm. potentially. Uh, but in this case, if she's just looking Probably to use either. it to, yeah, it's actually really wouldn't even, just, yeah, wouldn't even really. Well, her, hers thing would be like possible and magical success if she had anything, right? That would exactly, apply. yeah. All right, Arinio. Let's 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 go. Come on. It's Nazgul. Uh, it's take you just out. a hit. Just a regular old hit? Yep. No, no piercing blow. Nothing extra, and I got a two on my D twelve, so that is not piercing. So that is right. a well, first you gotta do your protection. Well, is it piercing? You just Oh no, never mind. Never mind. Okay. So it just no. took it just took the damage. Okay. Five. Five points of damage. Okay. I was going to say two sounds way too low. All right. All right. Got it. So the sword is moving surprisingly fast. You keep going with these sort of lunges and these thrusts with your sword. I'm just and not it's used to it you. And it's just too, he's, and it's also, this guy is alarmingly fast. Like, like this fence, like, you know, kind of fencer like fast, the quickness of it all. Uh, okay. That is the end of your turn. We go to my turn. I'll start with Terra. Uh, the soldier on you that is closed with that sort of perverse intim- you know, imitation of like Numenor of, 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 ye, of ye olden times on his helm will swing out at you uh, with a sword. You are in forward stance, which means it get, he gets an extra die on this. All right, that's going to be 10, 17, 23, 25 to hit with one bonus success, but I only get a two on the feet die, so it's just going to be endurance loss. 
Uh, it's going to be a total of 10 points of damage. <laughs> so reduce your endurance by 10 as you just like feel, lot. as you had just finished killing the wolf, you just feel a slash down your back. And you look, and behind you, that guy had moved with this snake-like speed around behind you, slashing uh, through your back. The wolf ten then points will, of endurance. Is that ten what point you said? endurance loss? Yeah, ten points. Oh. The wolf now will go can, next. If you want to, you can take the yet. ten, or you can take a knockback if you want to only take five. Kind of depends on where you're at and if you thought that was a big chunk. But sometimes chunks are bigger. Yeah, your next round is you basically you lose your next up. action. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to bother. Thank you, though. I didn't know that was an option. Thank you. All right. Well, I wrote Gandhi on the wolf die, so that's not going to count. So I got a total of 12 for the wolf. For a 16 so Harry. So Okay. So the wolf misses, uh, but you Thanks. do take the slash from the soldier. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I feel bad because you're cut. You come into the you're coming to the, the no, campaign. No, no, don't, don't like feel incredibly bad. difficult time. Yeah, um, don't feel bad. This perennial, uh, great. I'm having a lot of fun. Like oh, you goodness. can't tell from my <laughs> almost dead face, but I'm having a ball. <laughs> Speaking of He's almost smiling dead under all the tears. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking and of the dead blood. faces, let's see what Arinio looks like when this wolf kills her. <laughs> Ah, another Gandhi. That's back to back Gandhis. Stop rolling D12s, dumb die. Uh, 10 to hit. That's going to be a miss. Uh, okay. Then the Huntsman's turn. The Huntsman will. Um, all right. For his first, uh, he's going to. You're going to start hearing in your voice, Arineal, as he holds up this kind of clawed, gauntleted hand, and you hear sort of moving out of that dark shadow, that void where a face should be, the familiar sort of whisper, like a chant, some kind of some kind of spell being cast. And I need you to roll a wisdom test. And also, I will say, I'll give you a hint, this is an extraordinarily important test. Yeah, I am going to take a... Uh, Use all the dice. <laughs> advantage. Uh, favored. Favored and four D6s. Hear a lot of dice there in your hands shaking. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my, oh my gosh, gosh. Good. Oh my gosh, good or no. oh my gosh, bad? Oh God. No. Oh no. no. So. <laughs> It's advantage, so I can ignore the Sauron, but the other D12 is a one. Oh. So let, let me do math. Let me do math. So that's a one. That's a six, seven, eight, nine, ten, thirteen, under sixteen. You take three points of shadow. And... You are ensorcelled oh. by the Ringwraith. So she's what? Is that a word? Ensorcelled. <laughs> yes. So so um. I question. What what happens? What happens when your shadow goes over your max hope? Oh God! <laughs> you didn't take a shadow scar, huh? Uh, let's see. Let's pull that up. Um, You're gonna have a bout of about, madness. It's a bout of madness. I'm gonna need to take a shadow scar. So I, I I'm one away, but late. I'm just trying to well, figure actually, out. It's not too late, technically. So yeah. I'm, 
I have 11 oh, when and it's my above, hope is 12. So okay, if, okay if you're not at your max right hope, now. you don't take the shadow or the battle yeah. madness. But if your shadow goes over your hope, you're miserable. Your max hope? Not current hope, max hope. I don't think your shadow can go over your max hope. <laughs> uh, <okay. laughs> like numerically it can. <laughs> like Let's... what happens like from a game perspective? Because I may right. need to like immediately take a shadow scar. All right. Long, do you have it up yet? I'm looking it up in my handouts. Oh, no. Okay. Let's get this right. Uh, some bad stuffs are really about to happen, yeah. actually. So, so, really so right stuff. now, just so everybody knows, my shadow is 11, my hope is 12. So I basically need to figure out if I need to opt into a... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're fine. If that's the case, you're fine. Uh, I mean, you could take a scar. That's fine. But more importantly, Melissa, uh, a more important thing is actually going to happen. You are ensorcelled uh, by this as whatever you thought prior was just this sort of chant, this black speech, which maybe you are not fully equipped to, to sort of understand, or maybe you haven't understood. Suddenly, suddenly everything comes clear and it is no longer the whispers that are in some sort of foreign, foreign tongue that you can't piece together. Instead, you hear it. You hear, Follow me, Orenio, daughter of Numenor, one of the Dunedain. Follow me. And you do. So you follow the orders for up to a month as you have become ensorcelled. There what? is the potential for another hero to attempt an awe or some other appropriate personality skill uh, to, with increased difficulty, we'll cover that in the, if the time comes, to try to break that spell's effects. But Arineal, you have accrued so much shadow, you have been in such close proximity, something in you has, has broken and you are the Huntsman's. He's very good at training and bringing creatures to heal. Oh, goodness. All right. You're on the winning uh, side, though. Yeah, I know. That's the great news. <laughs> High five. Ah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Fuck off, Long. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> Long does that. He just throws out those randomly. With that in mind, the sailors will turn their bows to Terra at this point now and they will both fire shots at Terra. Oh goodness, goodness me. For those of you who are watching this, this is uh this is adapted first edition Ring Wraith into second edition. That's what this uh this Ring Wraith is. Uh let's see. So that's a 13 to hit. So you had you said a 16 on your parry Terra, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. First bow first bow shot is a miss. Second shot I have it's a lot of sixes. Uh, that's twenty. Uh, that's a twenty-two to hit with two sixes. That hits. Uh, I will burn one on a piercing one to increase my my feet die to make that a piercing blow. So you're going to take seven points of endurance loss, and you need to make a protection roll again, as this arrow might get you. Okie dokie. Uh, 16 on my protection roll. 
Uh, 16 is enough. This has a 14 injury rating, so no no wound for you, but you take the damage. Uh, Gerwin, once more, is kind of hemming and hawing, and finally, as he sees the Hobbit has run away, Jeff, I'm I'm so so sorry to interrupt. How much damage do you say I take? Seven. Seven. Thank you. Yeah. So Gerwin, seeing the tide turning, suddenly becomes emboldened, and you see him start to kind of charge, but then kind of stop. But he starts to move in the direction of Terra with the dagger out. He's not going to attack, right? That's his that's his action for this round. Actually, closing the distance on the battlefield. New round. Daggett, go ahead and roll an athletics check. Uh, Floyd and Gilly, what are you two doing? Are we uh, engaged at the moment? Uh, no, you've killed the work. The two of you have okay. killed the work. The the Crabane are flying back, uh, so you are not engaged. You're free to do what you want. I'd like to keep rushing into the sound of battle. Yeah, as okay. Gilly's Renil has with the Huntsman. Okay, both of you roll an athletics test, and if you are successful, I'll say you can get back into the combat this round. If you are failed, you won't be in this round. Or at least you'll have to spend your action on this round to kind of move into position. So if you if you I thought we were trying says, to get out of the combat, guys. <laughs> yeah, we have to go into it first to get out of it. Daggett's at the roadhouse again. <laughs> yeah, speaking of which, uh, I failed. More mutton. Are you serious? How are you failing all these athletics? I tests? didn't want to waste another uh, audience die this time, and I actually rolled good on my feet die. And if I had another d6, I might have made it. You uh, could have taken seven and passed. Okay. How did Floyd and Gilly do? Great success. Uh, pass. Okay, both of you can go ahead and enter back onto the field of play uh, this round. Uh, all right, so let's let's do that. Daggett, you're still behind. Seven. Slowly moving and moving. Uh, okay, so let's describe the field as Floyd and Gilly now arrive. Terra is surrounded now by three individuals. Floyd. Gilly, you've already seen this, but Floyd, you now see it. You see Gerwin cackling maniacally, has this dagger, and it's kind of lunging at uh, at Terra, who is also kind of backed up against this rock on the shore, the riverbank. And you can see this wolf is snapping out with its fangs, its blood dripping from its muzzle. And you see this man in this dark, uh, this dark armor just kind of swinging away with this long curved sword. You see over by a much larger chunk of stone, which looks to have once been the foundation uh, of, a, of, a, of a beautiful statue, perhaps a, a Cardolan prince. You see, you see a Rineal. You see her kind of just swaying for a moment. And you see as she just sort of turns and her face is just not the face that you remember. You see no joy. You see no hope. And he shows no determination. Her eyes are hollow. Her face is sort of scrunched up in this face of agony and anger. And you see her staring down at Tara, gripping her sword and begins to start trudging in the direction of Tara. So for this round, until somebody takes her as a combat task, to try to break Arineal from this ensorcelled moment, we're treating Arineal as uh, an NPC on my team. So uh, let's do stances. So Floy, Gilly, what do you want to do? Forward for me. Okay, uh, go ahead and adjust. I would like to do the combat task to for Arineal. 
Okay, fair enough. Uh, you can take, you can go into rearward if you want, and you can do it from any okay. any combat task is fine, or any uh, any position. I don't uh, think I can still go into rearward yet uh, with the amount no, you can. of enemies. No, okay. uh, well, actually, wait, let's count. Yeah, you're right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, technically eight with Arineal. So because of Arineal being on their yeah. side, yeah, you can't, you're right. So defensive or something, I assume. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Since I have, uh, since I have the numbers, uh, I will go ahead and do the assigning again. Uh, again, I'm just going to scoot these over a little bit just so I can get everyone on the screen. Um, I want to keep the. I'm going to keep the uh, the sailor on Terra. I'm going to have Gerwin charge at, at Gilly. Uh, so that'll be the one on Gilly. Uh, I'm going to have one of the wolves uh, go over towards Floy. I'm going to have the huntsman go towards Floy. And then I'm going to have a Rineal, as you hear the sounds of, uh, of Gilly's voice, uh, I'm going to say you start trudging, and you are also on uh, on Gilly as well, as you're going to attack Gilly, it looks like. Okay, that is this round. We're all set up. Floy, Tara, you're both in forward stance. The two of you can go in whatever, uh, whatever you like. It will oh, yeah. young. I do want to point out, Tolkien Pierce actually brings up, uh, you have, do you guys have fellowship songs? Didn't we write songs at some point? Mm-hmm. Do you have yeah, any that yeah. are yeah. usable? Yeah. We do have a combat song. Yeah. We do have you gotta a take a look song. at you gotta take a look at which one that okay, so yeah, so, so that's a good good reminder. Um could be something worth worthwhile. Uh Floy or Tara, whatever order you want, you're both in forward stance, you both can go in whatever order you like. Yeah, I'm gonna run into battle with my axe in hand. Kazad. And just bring my axe down on the warg in front of me. Okay. As you come charging true. in. You do, in fact, need to first, because you are now actually in sight of the Huntsman and in close proximity to the Huntsman, you're going to, two things are going to trigger. First, okay. the thing of horror. So go ahead and roll a, uh, a Valor test. I have a three in Valor. This is the thing that daunted Arineal. Pass with 19. Okay. Uh, any extra successes? No, no extra. Okay. So you take two points of shadow still. Is it actually it would okay. normally do three, uh, but you are not daunted. And then the second thing, as you close into close proximity now with this Nazgul who is also on you, uh, you have to roll a wisdom test as you feel the breath, that sort of putrid breath that just seems to waft out from that hollow void beneath the, the cowl. Okay, my wisdom is also three. We've got a great success this time. Okay. Uh, so in that case, you're clear because that was only worth two. So the one success and then the bonus success will clear both two and you're fine. That one would actually knock you unconscious. So please continue with your attack. Yeah, so I get favored for my virtue here. Mm-hmm. I've turned a ranger. Oh, yeah, that's a Gandhi with a great success. Okay, this is on the wolf. Yeah, and the wolf. Okay. I'm yeah, going to use a heavy blow. Total damage? Or 14 damage. Describe your kill as enough. Yeah, just axe in hand, swinging wildly. 
just swirling it right into the warg, cutting it in half. And it just but that that completes because I'm wielding Kolbar's cleaver. Oh, that's right. I just killed one of these guys. I can use the other side and swing it into the huntsman here. Hell okay. yes. Yes, you can. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to remember if that's a second roll or we use the same roll. Do you remember? Does it say? I can't uh, we killed foe with weapon. I can immediately attack a secondary one. Yeah, so go ahead and make an attack roll against the Huntsman. Uh, this He does have a parry of three, so increase your target okay. uh, number accordingly. The 24 regular okay. success. <laughs> That'll do. Uh, regular success? Yeah, it's 10. I forget that pierces. I think it does pierce, right? Any 10 does? Well, uh, any 10 does, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. 10 piercing with 7 damage. Okay, so 10 piercing, 7 damage. So, okay, I'm going to track its damage first. Then I'll do the protection roll. Uh, let me see. Injury 20. I'm just seeing if I have any defensive things before I burn hate. Uh, okay. Uh, so I'm just going to burn hate to get an extra D6 on the roll. I need to hit a 20. Oh, God. Uh... Uh, okay, I think I, I think I can get this. I think I can get this. Oh God! When you roll a salary, you can get it. Uh, 11, 13, 16, 21. 21 with a salary. Very okay. nice. He is not wounded, but you have done damage. Uh, you yeah. Have not only damage. that, the second part of my virtue, I can make an intimidate foe, pretty much for free here. Okay. Uh, so that's going to be so. Go ahead and make your make the roll because uh, the the quality of your success determines the might level and right. amount of people. Oh, that's a failure. I rolled a ones this time. Okay, you hear you hear this cackle come out. <laughs> you will not intimidate me, dwarf, Floy of the halls of. Glad Rock. He seems to know your name. Uh, Tara, you're up. Uh, first I see Ari kind of approaching me with this menace. And, uh, I think I first have a fucking reaction to that. <laughs> um, and, and just kind of uh, really have to shake myself back to to what's happening around me because this is very, this has taken up all my brain space. Um, but uh, turn around and, and just swing at, uh, I'm going to swing at the soldier, see if that does anything. Okay, now this guy does have a parry rating, which means add yeah. three to your target number that you're trying to hit. Okay. Okay. Uh, sorry. One second. So you're going to need a 17 to hit now. 18. You hit? Perfect. Do you have any, do you have any bonus successes? Uh, no, no. Okay, so uh, so then what did, what did you roll on the feet die? Uh, nine. 
Nine. Ooh, uh, I don't think your weapon's keened or anything. So, or, or fell. Is it fell or keen? I give it, I, it is keen. fell. Keen. Keen is the uh, sharp one. Okay, so yeah, oh. keen would be the one that would in, that would increase your your basically your 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 piercing blow range, not fell. Mm. So it's just going to do base damage of your weapon. So that's your spear, your great spear, which is five. My, yes. Okay. Yes. So you do five damage as you whirl around. Black. Uh, your uh, back is bleeding. Good. No, no, I was looking at the wrong thing. I looked at four instead of five, but you're right, it's five. Yep. Okay. Uh, then we go into the defensive stances. It's a Rennial and Gilly. Uh, okay. A uh, Gilly, I'll let you go first, obviously, before because a Rennial is technically bad right now, so uh, you should get to go first. Look at her. She looks like a Sith. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm going to try girl. and... <laughs> Do you, like they suggested and do song. Um, so if I could please have seven dice, Melissa. Sure thing. So I'm going to take that for favored and then get two additional dice. Thank God. Okay, so I got a Gandhi and I got a four, five, six, and a six. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so uh, that is a great success. That is not enough, uh, actually. As you begin singing your song, uh, in order to break the ensorcelled, uh, you would need two bonus successes in addition to a successful roll. You should need an extraordinary success. Okay. So while you sing out, all it, it, like you can see for a moment, there's a there's a hesitation in Arineal's step. But all it really does is instead of her continuing to kind of walk towards Tara, she turns her attentions to you okay. uh, as you're singing away. Okay. So you sang your song. Uh, is that a, uh, so a main action or is that a... I can't remember. That's a great question. Um, it does help with wary. Sorry. I think generally if you're making a skill or combat role, it's your main action. Yeah. 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 Because it, it is a, a combat secondary task. action. Singing. Page 123. Thank oh, you, sir. Thank you. So you still have your main action then. So that's the secondary action. You can still make an attack roll if you like, Gilly. Okay, uh, I'm going to attack Gerwin. Or another combat task if you want. Uh, you're in defensive stance. So that would be protect companion if you wanted to try to protect was, somebody. Was but... Gilly singing the combat song or was Gilly trying to pass a skill check for... I think she was singing the combat song is what she was doing. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I was yeah. fine to use that as a way to break the ensorcel. But it does, in fact, say you need two bonus successes in addition to, in addition to succeeding. Yeah. So is it like a council where they add up? So she has two and she needs one more, or she literally needs no? I need like, three. Okay. Oh, gotcha. wow. Um, does Cher, this snapping the Nicholas Cage. Still <laughs> apply or no? Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Say it again, Gilly. Does the effect of the song still effect apply? of the song applies? It just doesn't break Arineal. Arineal gets no benefit from it. Arineal doesn't break out of the ensorcel, but everybody else gets the benefit of the song. Absolutely. Okay, yeah, so the benefit sure. of the song is you can ignore your weary status. Okay, there you go, so. Floyd, Tara. If you're weary, you can ignore it. Uh, I also want to say thank you to Dice Dragons Guild for the raid. We are in a very tense battle in our One Ring campaign as they are facing off against the Nazgul, and it is not going particularly well. Uh, no, it's not. Okay. So, uh, do you want? So, what are you gonna? What are you gonna do then, Gilly? Are you gonna? You got your main action left. Uh, uh, I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna combat task. Can I? Uh, 
like disarm perennial? Uh, so you want to try to disarm her? Uh, you want to try yeah. to get Manganar? Uh, let's see. What, what could we do? So if, I would say if you want to, I don't think there's an actual disarm ability in the game, if I recall correctly. Yeah, I'm not seeing it. Uh, but what I would say is if you want to, we'll just sort of hack together an idea here. Uh, make an attack roll. Uh, and what I'll say is Arinia will also make an attack roll. And if uh, whoever, if you succeed, you can disarm her. Uh, no damage. You won't do any damage to her, but you'll disarm her. All right, Gilly. And since oh, Arinia is technically on my side, she can't currently use any uh, audience dice because she is uh, part of the shadow now. Welcome. But she can use complications. That's true. That's true. Spend a complication oh. to grow a third arm. <laughs> uh, now I'm taking two dice. Am I currently rolling an attack? Yeah, I'll say, uh, I'll say, yeah, just go ahead and roll an attack. And uh, we'll oh. just do, I like contested stuff. So let's, let's do a contested because there's no real rule. Uh, so like we're just sort of hacking something together. Uh, so Gilly, as you lunge out, uh, to uh, to attack a renial, to try to get rid of it. Remember, you are in defensive stance, so make sure you are taking your a penalty, your appropriate penalty for that, Gilly. Yep. I took two, so I could roll two. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I got a uh, just regular success. How'd you do, a renial? Uh, continued my bad rolling. Uh, so failed. Okay, so Gilly, you lunge out with a sword. Is it? It's a short sword, yeah. Okay, and so maybe you take kind of the the flat of the blade and you just kind of do this upward swing and you catch her on the underside of her wrist and the sword of spirits falls to the ground. She is disarmed. Okay, uh, let's see. Uh, that is everybody. So let's go to my turn. Arineal, uh, could you punch Gilly in the face, please? Go ahead and roll a brawling test. Yes, that would make me very happy. I hope you rolled really? the way you've been, been rolling. <laughs> uh, you also can take a bonus die as you are uh, in uh, an ally with Gerwin at the moment. Two of you are beating up on Gil. Oh, Gilly. no. Uh, <laughs> uh, so this is a brawling? Yeah. I really hope like you roll like so you've been is... rolling. <laughs> I mean, I did... And then I got that bonus die and I rolled a six on the bonus dice. Nice. So nice. now, because otherwise it was going to be a nine and it would have been a fail, but now it's a 15 and a great success. Okay. Uh, my parry is 18. Uh, it's not. Uh, yes, so that's that true. Arineal, technically. Yeah, this okay. is, this is where it's weird. We don't 15. have rules for PVP. So I would say since we just did a contested Gilly, go ahead and roll. Go ahead and roll an attack, and let's see if you. Same thing as before. Whoever gets okay, higher. Am I rolling? Will. Brawling? Oh god. We don't really do a lot of brawling because yeah, generally for brawling, fifteen just wouldn't hit her parry. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, that's actually true. I mean, technically you are an NPC right now. Now that I think about it, you are an NPC. So really all you would need to have to do is hit her parry rating. Cause that's how my NPCs, that's what my NPCs have to do against you. So I guess if that's the case, a 15 does not hit her 18. I'm talking myself into saying that's a miss. Uh, but you reach out and you, you swing at her. Gilly, you do manage to duck underneath it. Uh, but Arineal is is actively working against the party now. Okay. All right. Arineal, what are you doing? Joining the cool kids. All right. <laughs> and Arineal just sort of scowls at you. I'm gonna start with uh, I'm gonna start with Terra as the soldier uh, will continue his attack on you. This black Numenorian uh, will go after you as well. Long sword. You are in uh, forward stance. Extra die for me. That's uh, 12, 14, 17, 18 to hit. That hits. Okay, I'm going to burn both of my su- extra successes to make this a piercing blow. So go. You're gonna you're gonna take five points of damage by just flat damage on the long sword, and then Ugh. make a protection roll. I'm at one endurance. <laughs> oh my god! A wild dag needs to appear very oh quickly. No. <laughs> Uh, I'm so sorry, Jeff. I'm I'm like all stressed out. Well, can you remind me yes. what I roll? So you roll a d12 and okay. uh, then a number of die equal to your armor, which currently is, okay. is two. two. So your protection, I should say. So one d12 and two d6s. Okay. Okay. Uh, so that is a 13 with a six on one. That probably is not enough. 13 is a fail. You yeah. will take an injury. Now, injuries in this game, they're not super specific. We just have a wound severity table. Uh, so mm-hmm. the severity of your wound is severe. Uh, you will okay. recover from it in 10 days. So you have one wound. You can still oh my keep gosh, going. I thought nine days was bad. So uh, what, do we, do, what do we think that? the injury is? There's Sarah. a wounded. So right next to weary, you can hit alts and then wounded, and then it'll pop Got you up it. a number of days, and you can add Thank in 10 you. there. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry, Jeff, I talked over you. Totally fine. Uh, so, Tara, you can, you're still able to function. Uh, you can take two wounds before you're basically out. So you're, you just got the one, so you're okay still. Uh, so um, how do you think the wound appears? What do you think the wound is? What do you think it does uh, to you? What did this dude attack me with? A sword. Great sword. It's got a, a, a long sword, yeah. Uh, so I, I think it's a, it's a deep ligament-tearing pierce of the shoulder yeah, of my non non-dominant shoulder yeah thankfully. right across your non-dominant you just feel like the arm just go limp for a second yeah. as numbness cascades down it uh, and you see the splurt of blood from where he cuts into you uh then the wolf will go after you and will try to put you down since you uh, told me you're only at one endurance uh so that was something that I was shared fun, as a right, friend, that fun, right? Jeff. That was, that was something I shared as a friend. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, don't don't worry, don't worry. Back it's only a 14. Earlier. The wolf will not put you down. You're alive for one more round. Okay, uh, I also have a bomb in my equipment. Is that what? anything? Uh, <laughs> what? Oh, bo- okay, yeah. I thought you meant like you can throw a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's got a bomb. Bomb. The smoke. Yeah, 
outside of combat, that would be that would be useful. In combat, not really a thing. It's Got it's it. more for uh, it'll be something where if you survive this, you could, you could it'll help you with with healing rolls to sort of reduce injury Got or bring it. someone back from the brink of death. Uh, okay, next I'm going to go back. with Gerwin, uh, who's going to stab out at Gilly with his dagger. Uh, or Gilly, Gerwin, let's go. That's a ten. Oh my god, I just rolled a freaking 25 on Gerwin. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Gilly... Gilly... Gilly takes six points of damage from the dagger stab and then make a make a, a protection roll. That pierced? It did. I rolled a 10 on the die. I rolled a 10 oh, on my, my feet die. Nice. Yeah, I, I rolled really well. So, that's crazy. Uh, fuck. Uh, protection. I have two so, armor. It's a low injury rating, so it's not... It's unlikely to injure you, but... Still gotta do it. Do you want to risk it? Want to take some more of them audience die? Take more audience dice? Mm -hmm. We still have 20. some. Alright, you're good. You're not worried. Oh, that's fine. And then the Huntsman will go after Floy. Man, this is one hell of a combat. Um... Okay. I'm going to attempt to use... Uh, so I'm going to use its deadly voice ability. Uh, actually, no, I won't do that. No, never mind. That's, uh, eh, that's not so fun. A little too deadly. Uh, no. <laughs> like, do I have a deadly voice ability now? All right. Uh, no, you're not a wraith. You're just ensorcelled. Uh, She's okay, working so on it. He's going to <laughs> slash at you with his sword. Uh, so you are in forward stance, so I get an extra die. Uh, all right. Here we go. Oh, that's a terrible roll. That's uh, a one on the feet die. Another one. So that's 9, 14, 16 to hit. Still enough. Still enough. I have. It's just a base five points of damage. I, have, I, I rolled two ones on that, and I didn't roll any sixes. So five points of damage on, the, on his first attack. And then he will just swing again. This time he got a salary. Uh, this is 21, 25, 28 to hit this time. Then I think he's got something here. One second. No, Savage Assault doesn't trigger. Uh, okay, so I'm going to tap into my horrible strength uh, because he scored a piercing blow. I'm going to spend one hate. I'm going to make your protection roll ill-favored. Uh, so make a protection roll ill-favored against this attack. Great. I'll go ahead and cancel it with the audience side here. Okay. It's working through them. Yeah. What are we at? What are we at, Melissa? 14. We're really doing a good job working them down. <laughs> go Shadow. That's 21. Uh, that is good. It's an 18 injury rating. All right. Next up, I've got these. Uh, I've got these sailors with their bows. Let's see who they're going to attack. Uh, one's was there damage on that second hit? Oh yeah, uh, it was the same as the first hit. So just five more points. Uh, first one's going to be on Floyd. Second one's going to be on Gilly. All right. Uh, so sailors going to attempt a bow shot. Uh, they are not great at the bow, but I'm going to do it. That's a lot of threes. That's fifteen to hit misses. Floy. 
15 matches or meets it. All right, that hits three points of damage. Okay. Uh, and then on Gilly, uh, 13 to hit. I need 18. Right. need 18. Okay, that's the end of this round. And at long last, a wild, waddling Daggett appears. Daggett, you burst onto the scene, trudging completely and utterly out of breath. And what you see in front of you is somewhat uh, alarming. As you see Arineal punching, trying to like grab Gilly by her hair and sort of just chasing after Gilly, swinging out with her sword at Arineal, knocking Arineal's own sword to the ground. You see Taraneth just getting hacked away at by this uh, by this man, this dark armor. And you can see that she looks on the verge. She looks like a, 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 sti- a like a very slight breeze could knock her over. She's on her last legs. You see Floyd going toe-to-toe with the Huntsman, but you come in time just to see two quick hits, just really quick, almost as if the Huntsman is just toying with him, as if this isn't necessarily that difficult for him. And you see the familiar face of Gerwin chasing after Gilly, and right as you step into sight of the battle, you see him land this dagger wound right into Gilly's side, and a spurt of blood comes out. Welcome to the episode, Stephen. Okay. I turn around and run away. It's probably the right thing to do. <laughs> so we are now at one, two, three, four, five, six to five. You guys are still outnumbered, but somebody can now go into, you guys can go into a rearward stance. So let's do our stance setups. Go into open here. And then uh, Daggett, because you now see this huntsman who is moving with alarming speed and has no face, I'm going to need you to make that dread test. So it's a valor roll. Oh, I'm so good at least. <laughs> so just for numbers, there's four in the fellowship. I will take the two audience dice. Okay. I passed my first roll of the night. Any extra successes? No. Two points of shadow, but you are not daunted. I'm miserable, though. uh, Tara, you're still in forward. Daggett, you're in forward. Okay. Floy, you're in open. Arineal, doesn't really matter just yet. Uh, Gilly, you're in rearward. Okay. Yeah. So, Gilly, you try to sort of step away. Let's do our... uh, I'm still going to assign as as Daggett, you come kind of charging in at this point. I'll say then you step in between Gerwin, who's chasing after Gilly. Uh, and you manage to intercept him. Uh, the Huntsman is going to remain on Floy, and I will say Arineal will uh, will also, much like Gerwin, be intercepted by Daggett as she is chasing and trying to, to get after Gilly at this point. That is where we're at. Well, uh, did Tara want to remain, or did you want to go rearward? No, I'm saying I'm going to stay in forward. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Tara or Daggett, you go first. Daggett, go, go ahead, ahead. Tara. No, you go ahead. You've been waiting okay. to get into combat, man. Uh, so Daggett just barely makes it to the clearing after this whole time, and he's panting. There is sweat drenched. Uh, and he he sees this fight, and he just kind of like looks down for a moment, and then pulls up Blockfung and just starts running. 
Gilly runs past, and I'm just cleaving into Gerwin. Okay, go for it, man. Uh, he does have a, actually a parry of one, so increase your target number. How by many one. audience dice do we have? Use them all. Twelve. I am going to use a lot because I want to get one good hit in before I die. Max is seven because uh, you can get five for favored, and then that's two what more I'm going to do. Yes. All right. So I, I don't actually have enough dice on me right now, so I'm going to have to reroll <laughs> a couple of these. Uh, getting plus six, I believe. That's a gandy. Yee. Well, look at this. You finally get into combat, and suddenly the dice are helping you. Look at that. <laughs> Three successes. Three successes? Oh, right. What's the amount of damage you can do if you made uh, those heavy blows? Uh, six times three, 18. <laughs> Describe how you obliterate Gerwin in one shot with black. Holy black shit. Yeah. So Gilly's running past, and I'm just exhausted <laughs> and frustrated and angry. And I see that Reniel is out of it. So I'm not even really going to Gerwin. I'm running towards Arenial, and I just slice my axe as I'm running, and Gerwin just falls as I continue past him to meet Arenial. And you hear like you hear like two two drops, like thump thump, as if you essentially bifurcated him. He's just kind of slid through, and you hear this last like lingering maniacal cackle, and then he goes quiet uh, as Gerwin is out. He got one good stab in though, one good stab. All right, Gerwin's gone. I wanted to take him out since I first met him. Well, it's now done. All right, Tara, might be your last swing before going down. What do you want to do? <laughs> Run gonna away. Make it. No, away. no. Yes. Finding the source of the shadow. That's, that's, this is my purpose. This is what I was raised to Damn do. Damn right. Did Boromir and run away? No. No. Didn't. Got shot no. like a thousand times and died. I you know? will be shot a thousand times and die. That is damn that is right. What's going I to like happen. Tara. Keep your fourth tongue behind This is your the heroic teeth. ranger this, I've been looking for this whole thing. This, this is the vignette that I want like another party of adventurers to stumble upon. Like there's just this woman who's hacked to bits on the ground surrounded by dead wards. Like that's the vignette that I want another party they to turn stumble around. upon. They were like, oh, sorry. We're just going to go. What's sorry. This? Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> And right. uh, with my one endurance point, I've got to try and um, a few audience dice left. If you want any extra, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll take one. I really I want to fucking go down swinging, man. Um, so I'm gonna take an audience dice. You swinging uh, at that, the soldier, or are you swinging I at am, the wolf? Uh, okay. Swinging at the soldier. Um, Tar the target number will again be 17, as he does have. I got a 20 with one okay. six. With one six, okay. What's uh, what? What did you roll on the on the d twelve? Uh, uh, sorry, five. Five. Okay, so you're probably best off doing uh normal damage for your your spear, which is five, and then mm -hmm. a heavy blow with your bonus six is probably the best thing to do here, uh, which okay. would add. Let's see, what's your strength? Let me click on your sheet. Your strength is six. Six. Uh, it's the smaller number, so you would be doing eleven points of damage. Okay. Okay. Which is a, which is an excellent hit. Uh as you Is a spear a two-handed weapon? Uh it is. It's another plus spear. one. A okay, heavy so blow is a, always another extra one if it's a so two-handed weapon. 
12 points of damage. So, so okay. So he is still not Thank dead. It's still not enough to take him out. But you catch him in the gut with the spear. Fuck yes. But he does the classic, grabs his hand, puts it right on the spear, and he starts... And he pulls it off! Fuck, that's my favorite scene in The Lord of the Rings. How lifting, dare you use it against me? Lifting his longsword, ready to bring it down to take you out, Tara. Okay. Oh, uh, dude. I love this. Uh, Floyd, open stance. You're on the huntsman. What do you want to do? You're yes. on a freaking Nazgul. What are you doing, man? You saved myself an introduction. So I'll introduce you to my axe. And since Daggett's arrived... Feeling a little hopeful, so I'll spend one. Okay, you are not daunted, so you are allowed to do this. Absolutely. Extraordinary success. That a boy. Uh, oh, God. Uh, okay, what are we doing? Heavy blows on both will make it 21 damage. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You almost got him to 50%. Oh. Okay, not not really. Not really. Uh, okay, what, is no, no piercing blow or anything? No piercing. Okay, he takes forty. He, uh, he takes excuse me, twenty one points of damage. He takes twenty one points of damage as you hack into him, and you just hear powerful blow. Strength will fail. You will fail, and with it, Gladrock will fall. The dwarves will come under control of the shadow, and that. How you respond, uh, Gilly? You are next. Uh, I would again like to uh, do an enhearten roll this time to try and break whatever Reniel's under. Um, I'm going to be spending okay. a hope to enact my distinctive feature of just being true-hearted for two extra dice, if that's cool. Hell yeah, I got a candy and <laughs> okay, extraordinary success. <laughs> okay, so what is it you say so, that you think reaches a renial? Gilly's got Gerwin's uh like little knife or whatever still shoved in her side, and she rips it out and she turns around and she's reaching back for her bow and um she just kind of like leans forward and she fists her hand and she kind of grabs Arenial's cloak and pulls her down so they're face to face and she's looking her right in the eye and she just tells her Arenial you're better than this you're better than him snap out of it please and and like kind of smears some of the blood on Arenial's cheek as she pushes her back to draw her bow. Arenial, your like daze has suddenly lifted. Uh, like you, like you were kind of concussion symptoms sort of fall away and suddenly your eyes begin to refocus. Like whatever hatred that was driving you towards Gilly starts to fade. You look around, you see your dwarvish allies have rejoined the fight. The tide is is trouble, uh, is troubling still, uh, but it is in better shape than when it started. However, when you look over, you see Terra, Terra on the verge of falling. I will say 
Arineal, uh since technically you were going to go on my side, I'll still let you take a turn, but you don't have your weapon, as your weapon has fallen on the ground. So if we want to say you pick it up this round, uh, that will make you ready to rejoin the fight on the next round. Unless there's something else that you would rather do, like a combat task or something. Um, I don't know that I would be together enough to do a combat task, so I okay. think picking up my weapon makes more sense. So you've got the blood on your face. You look down a few steps away. The sword lays on the ground. You hear, you hear a whisper coming from it, but not those dark ones that seem to cause your skin to crawl, but this sort of lighter voice, almost airy in its, in its lightness. You take a step forward, and it gets louder. You reach down, and it starts to sing. And you have it in your hand, and this tiny like glow of the starlight comes down and reflects off of it. And you look around and the battle is rejoined. Okay. I think all of you have gone. Now my turn. I'm going to go right to the soldier who has pulled himself onto the spear of Terraneth and will now try to take her down uh, with his, uh, with his sword. As like it, a boss. Perfect Tara. timing. Yeah. Iridial is now like present to see this. Mm -hmm. Amazing. So perfect. And because I really want this to happen, I'm going to spend a point of hate to get an extra die on this roll. And that is a sorry. I got a sorry. Uh, 17, no. 18, 23, 25, 27 to hit. So that's a hit. Uh, the amount of the amount of endurance damage is going to be enough to take you down, which endurance yeah. just means you're kind of like knocked out. You don't take a wound for that. But I did score a salary, which means okay. you are going to have to make a protection roll to prevent that no. second wound. Take 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 some audience like, dice. Would yeah. you like two dice? Uh, two dice yes. Would you like two dice? Yes, I would. Please love take two dice. dice. I would you love two dice. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a nineteen. With uh, two sixes. You uh, do not take a wound. You're able at the last second to lift that arm, which had gone numb from the previous wound, but you still manage to just force it up. His sword comes and hacks deeply into your forearm, nearly wrenching the hand free, but you kind of keep it in place. You wrap your hands around the blade, blood squirts, you fall, but you don't take a second wound. Okay, Tara is down. Not dead, just down and out. Um, the wolf then is oh, going to enact its great leap ability, seeing that you have fallen. Do uh, I'm so just quick question. Yeah. When you fall, uh, do uh, foes get like an auto hit on you or anything? Like, is that a thing? Uh, do, no, I mean, I'm not no suggesting auto. the work should auto hit no, no, me. No. I'm just asking. <laughs> if, if the fight was more one, I might continue. But considering things are starting to turn, uh, the wolf is trained. It's not just a wild creature. Right. I, I am going to use its, uh, its great leap ability. And it's going to leap across the battlefield over top of the kind of outstretched outstretched long uh, long hafted axe of, of Daggett and land in the face of Gilly. And it's going to attempt, because I can attack anyone in any stance 
Uh, and that's what I'm going to take advantage of here as it's going to attack Gilly. Um, and I will, I will do so. All right. Let's see, 6, 10, 15, 20 on the dot. 20 hits. Okay, no extra right. successes. Uh, three points of damage, so it's just three points. That's it. Uh, but there now is a wolf atop you. Uh, next up will wolf, be... I've got four endurance. <laughs> if so I would have gotten a six, you wouldn't have any. Oh, I'm so close. All right, the huntsman's going to go next. Okay. The Huntsman is going to... Hmm. Floyd, you uh, you passed your Daunted. I, I actually need you to roll a Valor test. I forgot to ask you on your turn, but we can do it on okay. his turn. Go, go ahead and roll another Valor test. He's got a Thing of Horror, so it's a little bit different than Thing of Terror. This one, basically, even if you pass that first Shadow test, you continue to take one point of Shadow each round until you fail one. So Ooh. you have to keep making the test each round until you fail the as, as for, for as long as you stay in battle with it. So go ahead and make another Valor test. 18? Uh, so uh, that, yeah, that's that my heart. 17. Okay, you're good. You're fine. Uh, all right, so he's going to... I'm going to swing at you. So also that'll be his first action. Uh, you're an open, so no bonus. That's uh, not great, but let's see. 9, 13, 15, 17 to hit. Yeah, that's enough. Okay, 17 to hit. I get no any, I don't I don't have any bonuses to it, so it's just five points of damage. Um then Daggett's here. So I think he's going to look over and he's gonna see another dwarf is entered into the battle. And I'm going to he's gonna reach out with his his like his clawed hand. Uh, and I'm going to spend a hate to invoke dreadful spells. Go ahead and roll a wisdom test, Daggett. Oh, I thought you were going to say Valor. I'm good at wisdom. He says... I say that. I'm going to fail. Dwarves will join the cause. Great success. Okay. You are not ensorcelled, uh, as he tries to do to you what he did to Arineal. Uh, however, since it's only a great success, you will take one point of shadow. Uh, so that's the one downside. And that is his turn. I'm about to have a bout of madness, guys, just so you know. Okay. Uh, and take then, a shadow scar. I know. That's, well, we're both going to have to take bouts of madness, I think. Okay. I have four, I have four targets, and I have two, uh, two people who can shoot bows this round. We're going to have to redo targets next round. First one's going to target... Uh, two, three is going to target Arinu. As you have now turned again, second one is going to target Gilly. Okay. Uh, so, Arineal, uh, we'll just keep you in defensive as that's what you've been in. That's fine. Um, all right. So, it's going to fire. So, one of these sailors uh, that's on the pier is going to fire at you. That's a miss. That's a nine. Uh, and then the other one is going to fire at Gilly. Uh, get an extra one for that. Or not an extra one when I get back. Uh, that is a 11. Probably no good, right? Mm. Okay, so you hear the clank of the arrow off the, the platform of the statue next to you. New round. Okay, 
So let's take a look at this again as we have to sort of reevaluate now. We've got we've got five on five. Uh, so things have changed. So because we have five on five, uh, well, technically Terraneth is actually not in the fight, so it's five v four. Sorry, I'm still ahead. Sorry, guys. Uh, she's, she's down. <laughs> so I still get to do the assignments. All right, go ahead, pick your stances. Man, this is uh, this has been Forward. nuts. Forward, Keep the open. Uh, Renio, what do you want to be in? Um, I'll go open. Okay. Uh, and then Gilly, I imagine you're going to remain in rear rearward as best you can. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So uh, the Huntsman will stay on Floy. Uh, I'm going to say this wolf, at least for the start of this round, is going as as you continue to try to scramble away. Gilly will turn its attention to Daggett. Um, Arineal, one of these sailors is going to charge in at you. Uh, and so we'll say that's the, actually, yeah. And then the soldier that just killed Terra and has her spear still through its gullet is going to turn and go for you as well, Arineal. And that will be uh, assignments. Uh, forward stance, Daggett, you are up. You got a wolf on you, man. You got a warg. Okay, uh, does taking a shadow scar uh, require an action? No. Can you do that in combat? Yeah, yeah. you do it at any point. Okay, uh, I'm going to do that, and I'll decide what the scar will actually be after combat. Hopefully Fair I take enough. a hit here to make it thematic. Um, yeah, so I want everything is ill-favored while you're in about a madness. I'm not in about a madness yet. Yeah, uh, I was about to go into one. taking a shadow scar. So I'm taking the shadow scar. To avoid about um, a madness is why he's doing this now. How many audience dice do we have? Not many. Two. I wore... Oh, like I wore... All of that stuff down. You had so many, and I wore through them all. I'm I feel sorry, like I guys. Started at <laughs> no, sixty-eight. <laughs> I'm not they miserable anymore. Used. So I'll spend a hope, and I'll take an audience die. Okay. Uh, just one. Okay. All right. So that uh, gives mm. me one for forward. My two bonus dice there. Three for my skill. Uh, that is a Gandhi again and three successes. Three oh my sixes. Gosh. Uh, my dice are on fire, Jay. Uh, That's why I'm putting it, the wolf in front of you. I don't want you on the huntsman. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be six times four. Uh, so 24. 24. Describe your kill. I am just so sick of this. I'm tired. I'm angry. I'm scared for my life because your this guy is very. Wet. Yeah, my pants are wet. I still have an eel in my sock. Uh, and I am just the the warg was going for Gilly, and before it can even turn, I'm just cleaving my axe down right into the base of its skull, and the head just lops off. Uh, it doesn't even have a chance to make a, a final cry, uh, as the as the the last of the wargs is now is now dead. There are no more wolves. Uh, okay, uh, very nice, uh, Floy. Uh, and Arineal, you're both in open stance. Any order you want. Good play. All right. We dwarves, we build our homes in the shadows of peaks. And we travel in the darkness of caves. Your aura holds no power here. Oh, that's a Gandhi. Okay. A lot of Gandhi suddenly showing up. 
A lot of candy showing up. Dwarf okay, great for success. The win. All right, buddy. Do heavy uh, blow for a 14 total. Well, it's the candy, so it's going to be a piercing blow too. So 14 oh, yeah. total on the damage, and then I'm going to have to roll a protection roll. So let me... Oh, God, and you have that crazy high injury rating, don't you? Yeah, 20. Oh, God. Oh, God. All right, I'm definitely burning some hate on the fence here. Ugh. Okay. He's not extraordinarily well armored. <laughs> uh, okay. I rolled a I rolled a Gandy. Speaking of Gandys, uh, that's a ten. He is injured. However, I need you, as you, as you bury Kobar's cleaver into its side. I need you to roll a valor test. All right. Yeah. I can do that. Yes, you. Yes, you can. <laughs> Twenty-two great success. Okay, much like before, when I described how Arinial's sort of spirits nearly shattered, you feel as if there is something within the body that's almost trying to hold on to the axe as the blade buries into its side. You feel your hands begin to sort of vibrate in a way that suggests the metal is about to shatter and you desperately try to wrench this thing free. You feel it bend and twist and contort and at the last second you pull it free and you just see more of the kind of black cloth and fabric of the of the cloak and of the armor that this creature is wearing just almost kind of evaporate into this dark mist and then... You have, in fact, uh, you have, in fact, done an you have done an injury. You have you have injured him. Nice. Okay, that's going to change things when my turn comes around. Okay, well done, man. Does he Boy. still have to do the test for the uh, the shadow? You uh, said every every turn, yeah. Thank you for reminding. Yeah, so go ahead and roll another valor another test. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, this is for the. Just a repeat great success. Yeah, you actually need to do it. I think everyone needs to do it. Oh my god, everyone needs to do it. I thought it was just people who are engaged on with him. It's people, anyone in the back. I wouldn't have reminded you if I had to do it, Jeff. Yeah, I figured you <laughs> wouldn't. Uh, you're fine. Basically, everyone but Arineal, because actually Arineal failed. Uh, so anybody who f who passed just has to do it. So, okay. Um, okay. Arineal, we go to you. You have two on you, including one who has Terraneth's spear, and you see her crumpled to the ground, a bloody mess, her arm barely hanging on by this huge gash in its side. Uh, she looks quite terrible. You're unsure if she's even alive currently. What do you want to do, Arineal? So clearly that's the one that I'm going to be going after. I um, figured. That's would why that I was be an undead? Um, uh, this one is not. No, this was actually just okay. an evil, evil man. Okay. Servant of the right. Shadow. So I have my weapon back. So I've got my my three, and I'm not going to take the last audience dice because somebody might need it. So let's roll this and see what happens. Uh, that is just a regular old success. So that's, uh, let's see, nine... It's a 17. Does a 17 hit, actually? Uh, he's got plus three to parry, actually. 
I will actually take one. I'll actually reduce that to two because he does have a great spear sticking out of him to just to be fair to the fiction there. It's probably a little bit more difficult for him to parry. So add plus two to your difficulty. How does that how does that do you? Um, what am I comparing it against? Sorry. Your strength, your strength target number. Uh, yeah. Plus two is 15. All right. And what did you roll? I rolled a 17. Okay. That's a hit. Do you have any extra successes? Nope. Uh, what did you roll on the feet die? Nine. Okay. And, uh, do you have it keened? Is it keened? So this is sort of a meta question for you. Okay. Um, and, and I don't know how this works and if it's no, it's fine. I previously had a keen sword and then I got Minozagar. So I had spent an upgrade previously to get keened on my sword. Yeah. What that so means I, is you don't, you don't transfer keen. You just, you transfer like the open bonus slot, which means. You oh, can that's freely, right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's so that like you for. freely got foe slaying or you freely got superior grievous. You do have superior grievous, so you do add plus one to its damage rating. Uh, so it's not a bane creature. Um, yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's so just it's just your damage. damage. Six damage. Yeah. Um, let's see what he's got. Uh, actually, I think that yeah, that's enough. Describe your kill. Okay, so Arineal is finally um, free of whatever, and she doesn't have time to deal with whatever it was that that was. So she's just sort of using her senses and she sees Tara's weapon in the hands of this man. And so she kind of at the moment can't deal with the fact that she feels felt this shadow of hatred toward Gilly, which just doesn't even remotely make sense that she can't deal with that right now. So she just sees this weapon and she basically just goes after with her sword, the, appendage that's wheeling Tara's weapon. And so she basically just like takes his arm completely off. Okay. His arm comes off. You see like this horrific spurt of blood. He falls awkwardly. Uh, the tangle of the impaled spear and his own lack of limbs to break his fall. And he collapses. You still have one on you, uh, but you take them down and you all have radically turned the fight. Gilly. You're up. Uh, I'm going to shoot at the... Uh, uh, Huntsman. Okay. Uh, it's going to be plus yep. three. Yep. And when you're, when you're done, also roll that, uh, that Valor test that everyone should be rolling. Um, the I rolled the valor test when you said two, and I got um, just a regular success. So I took. That's I'm all you need. Adding the two shadow. Oh, okay. Oh no so no I no. Oh, each each okay. only the first time is for three. All the successive times is just for one. Got it. Okay. Um, I got a nine on my twelve with two sixes. Two so sixes. I'd like to use one to make you roll for an injury. Okay, and so you did hit. Okay. Uh, all right. I'll burn some hate. All right. All right, that is a good nine. Uh, 11, 14, 17, 19. Uh, 19? Uh, yeah, you passed. I needed a okay. 16 for injury. Okay. 
Uh, uh, all right. And then, but how much damage? Four, five, eight. Okay. You guys are doing very well. Okay. Uh, all right. Oh man, things are different now. Okay. Hope it's a good different. Depends on <laughs> what you're rendering for. Uh, okay. Okay. He is going to. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> okay. He is going to attempt to flee. In fact. Okay. I grab his leg. Oh, yes. near him. <laughs> <laughs> Launches at him. <laughs> Dragging me from the ankle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's going to attempt to flee. Oh, geez. This is going so well. Imagine if you guys actually would have all showed up at the same time. Mm-hmm. Instead of helping the guy change his tire. <laughs> yeah, imagine. Burn a hate. All right, here we go. Uh, yeah. Okay. So this is what happens. Floyd, you see as he, he, he has been moving his sword around, this blade, this fierce and fast blade. Yours is heavy and strong. Each blow is just terrible. His, however, is fast and quick and more surgical, and he has been moving in such this whirling pace that it's been this clash of strategies. And he does this sort of flourish with the blade and kind of almost looks like he's going to bring it down on top of you, but instead, you see he just kind of holds it in your face with this clawed hand, just kind of pushes it, and you get the blunt of the blade against your face. You go stumbling up back against this stone rock, and he will flee. As he starts to run. Uh, okay. Um, hmm. He's going to, yeah, I think he's just going to, he's going to flee onto the boat at this point. Uh, so he's going to, you this see him we just. We don't have any opportunity attacks on, right? Or no? Uh, no, there's no such thing in, in wondering. Uh, okay. Uh, so, plus he, he, he rolled. He, he got very much enough to hit floor if i wanted um the sailor on arineal uh will continue to fight uh but the sailor that uh is in rearward stance will join him on the boat the flock of crabane will swarm down uh kind of onto the pier kind of creating this whirling uh, this whirling swarm of birds that you would have to pass through to kind of get to the boat. Uh, but then I will go ahead and swing as the sailor will continue to fight uh, with his axe. Uh, and you're an open stance, Arineal, is that correct? Yes. All right, so we go. Uh, it's a 10 on the feet die, 22 to hit. Uh Five points of damage and make a uh, protection roll. Uh, 
let's see. No, do very well with protection rules. Uh, injury rating of 18 is what you need to hit here. Uh, yeah, I'd have to roll perfect. Go for it. You might do it. I don't really have much in the way of stiff. <laughs> I did get a gandy, but I did not get a six. Okay. Uh, you take your second wound, actually. Uh, oh, no. Renial, right? You took one before, I think, with nine. As we made that joke, at Terra took one that was even longer. So this is your second wound. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, so you will be dying, not currently, but you fall, and you will be on the verge of dying. Uh, another nine, oh, same shit. one. More nine days. As they charged in, sort of essentially blocking the escape uh, of the huntsman. And as you tear down one of them, you turn around a little slow as your wound is probably probably making you just not, not your reaction times, not exactly what you want. And you see this like horizontal swing of this axe with this curved handle and it just catches you right across the chest just underneath the neck, just barely missing your throat. It was that close to just making your head just just kind of lean back and the blood spill. But it's nonetheless enough to take you down as you fall. Okay. So uh, here's where we're at then as we begin a new round. Uh, And this will be the last round, and then we will call it for the night. Uh, So... The huntsman and one of uh, one of the others has uh, fled onto the ship. There is a flock of these birds whirling around, covering the escape of the huntsman. All of the wargs are dead. Uh, others have died as well. One more of these sailors stands in the way. You're not sure whether they're going to fight or not. Both Terra and Arineal have fallen. Uh, and you can see both of them are in terrible, terrible states. So I'll turn it to you all. Floy, Gilly, Daggett. Uh, you are the three that are in. Uh, what do you want to do here? I'm fine f- letting him run. Forward stance and charge through this last sailor. Okay. Yeah. Take out the all sailor. Right. Okay. So I'm going to say if that's the case, let's just, we'll say this is going to happen. We'll just describe it. So as Floy and Daggett, you converge on this final sailor that's standing over top of Arineal's body. And you can see that there's there's certain insignias like on Arineal's, some of Arineal's gear. And then there's others that is on the gear of this, this person that, that you can tell has some distant similar DNA, right? You can tell that there's this, this sort of perverse mutation of it all. But they're standing over top of Arineal, the body of two Dunedain, of two rangers of the north lay on the ground. The two of you close in. Describe how the two of you take this sailor out. As we move in, Daggett would say to Floy, you go high, I go low. And then I would just swing at the sailor's legs. Swing at the stop side. So Daggett, you swing through, you catch the leg. They kind of have to sort of lean down as this, this leg almost buckles to the point where their head and their torso become at perfect height for Floy, who takes Kobar's cleaver and just right vertically, right into the mouth, right down the center, and the sailor falls. The next few moments, we see the flock of birds 
just rip off of the pier and begin disappearing into the night as we watch as the boat now sails away. We will end it there. We will pick up next time in the immediate aftermath, dealing with uh, healing roles for Arineal and for Terraneth uh, and all of the various consequences that are now going to follow uh, as that is the end of tonight's session. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh. If that, that, so if that healing role doesn't succeed, Arineal will It's die. true. Arineal is, is yep, not out of the list. I'm reading the rules right now. Oh. <laughs> your combat's not too bad when you send your underlings to go in first. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, fun. seriously, the doors came in like crazy. It just like took over. It's like, oh, this is easy. This guy's not so bad. <laughs> I rolled Are two candies in a row. Are we having oh, such a problem God. with this? I don't understand. This is yeah. so weird. God, Why should so be useless. so dramatic? Oh goodness. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Uh, all right. Well, that was intense. I wasn't so I, when I when I populated Tharbad with various like scenarios and ventures, I wasn't sure if like you were going to get into, like I've, I've hinted at this guy multiple times throughout. So I wasn't sure if you're going to go after him, you know, straight ahead or not, because there's other things you could have done, too. And then you fall. And then when you followed it last session, I'm like, I think we might have a Nazgul, you know, a Nazgul fight. So I was very excited. Uh, and uh, and then when you oh, split good. the party. To start the fight, I'm like, oh god, this is gonna be so bad. This is gonna be so bad. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this I is a punches. wildly fun session. This was so I much thought fun. for sure that they would never actually start the fight. You know, they would watch from the shadows and the trees. That's what I thought we were gonna do. We were just. Dude, gonna I thought we were gonna while. die. I so, I I yeah. still kind of yeah. I think god, the problem gonna... was that it's like wargs who sniffed us out. So like exactly. it was really the option yeah. to just Taren, like, yeah. rolled the stealth test for everybody, and it was not high enough. It was and all were, downhill from there. And, 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 yeah. <laughs> So like you, and then you, you split your, you know, Gilly ran. And so you could have potentially ran, uh, and then the fight could have yeah. per perhaps happened somewhere else, uh, where yeah. I don't have a map. Uh, so, you know, I appreciate the two of you staying the map I had ready. Uh, so anyhow, uh, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. That was a, that was a rough night. Uh, and now you have to walk back to Tharbat, uh, cause you don't have a boat. Uh, also so, right. carrying Arineal's, uh, dead body. Potentially. You yeah. just with got your socks, which is even worse. <laughs> I know. <laughs> just got your cloak. Well, that's your first Holy taste of, of wondering combat there, Maitre. What'd you think? I really enjoyed it. I, I, I'm I sorry I don't know the rules as well as... Uh, that's fine. We, we took you to like the, the high dive diving board and we just like... <laughs> off. We like I, I, that's the best story. I, I, I learned by doing, so that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> perfect, perfect. I'm, I'm oh, not goodness. here on the unconscious dying rule, so I'll try to... I got it. We're good. Before next session. Okay, sweet. It will be fine. Yeah, we're used to it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. awesome. Uh, okay. All right. Let's uh, let's just close the plugs and get on out of here. Let's start with Maisha. Tell us where we can find you on the internet. Uh, I am uh, apart from from here. Um, I'm on YouTube sometimes, and I make uh, system agnostic or multi-system games if that's how you want to refer to them. Uh, videos about games. Pardon me. I'm sorry. I'm very stressed out about this. This combat still, and uh, I I really enjoyed it. Like I I don't want my being stressed out to come across as like something negative. It's really not. I, no, I had a fine. fucking ball. Um <laughs> and uh yeah, 
Uh, my Space Games, if you want to watch it. <laughs> Perfect. There is a link in the in the the chat if you're watching Twitch right now. Otherwise, if you're watching this later on YouTube, check the show notes. I have links to everyone's stuff. Uh, then for us, uh, the next time you're going to see us is on Monday as we are back to uh, Horror on the Orient Express, playing our Call of Cthulhu game. Melissa and I are in that, along with a bunch of our buddies uh, from uh, Grim Perilous and from Defenders and our good buddy Jeremy as well. Uh, then uh, Tuesday, Stephen, what are we doing? We're playing some more Forbidden Lands. Jeff will be there. Melissa will be there. Uh, Aaron and Kipser are playing too. Uh, they're exploring a new town and they're not liking it so far. So we'll see how mm -hmm. long they actually stay in this new town. Not even a little bit. There is going to be cats. It's going to be infecting everybody with all sorts of nasty stuff. I'm convinced of it. Uh, <laughs> next Friday, uh, we are playing. We're back to Conan, uh, where our lives are very much in the balance. Uh, it's possible Stephen might die. It's possible I might die. It's possible uh, Law might die. I think everybody but Ashley's character is probably not currently about to die. So we'll see how yeah. that goes. So come hang yeah. out for that. Glad our Marie missed the session. <laughs> I know. And obviously, we'll be back on Saturday. With I would have rather have been there. So, mm -hmm, for sure. Uh, and then check out the YouTube page. Uh, just look for Adventures and Lollygagging on YouTube. We've got all of our old games. Uh, so all of that stuff, good stuff, is up there, including Blade Runner, including old Alien games, Mutineer Zero, plenty of free league stuff. Uh, and uh, we got some podcast feeds out there as well: Adventures and Lollygagging, yeah. Waking of Angmar, uh, Lollygagging on the Orient Express. Just go ahead and search it wherever you get your podcast. Uh, we're going to go ahead and raid Just the Human right now. They're playing some TTRPGs as well. Uh, so follow the raid. Have a great rest of your night. And uh, we'll see you later. Bye-bye.